Oh shit. Tom, what was what's happening, man? This fucking stomach flu got me all I'm all fucked up. I am all fucked up. Nairo is hey, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? I'ma let it fill up a little bit before I, I dive in. So how was you guys this Christmas? Yeah, me too. Me too sick. Natasha's going around. Paul Smith, what's happening? What's happening, big dog? Shogun, hey, hey, hey. My daughter has strep. Jeez. Well, let me stop complaining, man. I had tipsy Christmas. That's. I'm glad you did. That's good. You seen the preview of the movie Us? Yes, I have seen it. It looks good. It looks good. I'm. I want to see more than anything. Bright Boy. Has anyone seen a preview for Bright Boy? That has my full attention. It's like uh, the kid almost. It's almost like a Superman, uh, a Superboy Prime uh, vibe to it. I'm stoked for that. I hope it's. I hope it's decent. But yeah, us looks interesting. I, I'm already seeing you know the whole doppel doppelganger uh, theme. You know, like um, them being tethered to your other self or you know the dark side of yourself. So I can I kind of see that vibe off off the top of the trailer. Daughter woke up 2 a.m. ER Christmas night. Jeez. Yeah, the sickness shit is really going around like really really bad. So. Just a cold. That's a hell of a cold. The trail. Hey, we're going. We're gonna go. We're gonna go. Young Pharaoh's boule for you too. Hey man, I, Paul. I'm already knowing. Man, that little nigga. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Wow. I, I've never heard such disrespect. I've never heard the levels of disrespect. Oh my God! You know what? You have a hard time trying to convince me why a grown person would even would even get in anything out of that young dude. You know, but it is what it is. Warriors, Celtics, and Finals. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Ray Ray Gaming, what's happening? India, hey, what's happening? Trying to, clearly, Salam. This ain't this ain't the way to do it. But unfortunately. This is what we do, you know. Our people will do anything for for attention. All the nonsense. Um, sad, 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 sad. All right, so let me go in. I'm not gonna waste too much more time. So, I didn't know about this Betty Shabazz uh, infidelity letter that Malcolm wrote to the to the minister. I didn't know she was out there like that. This is my first time finding out about this letter. <laughs> I didn't know. Y'all, when I say I did not know, I did not know. And apparently, the reason why the grandson set her ass on fire in the house is because he found out what happened. Nigga. Y'all, I did not know this shit. I did not know this for the life of me. And I, I feel bad because I'm so behind on knowing this shit, right? Yeah. Once the grandson found out that Betty was wilding, he set her ass on fire. 
So the letter goes, uh, he's writing the minister because it was her and I think John's wife. Him and him, his wife and Betty were like in collusion because they were mad about their living conditions and arrangements. They wanted more money. They wanted bigger cars, bigger house. So remember that scene in Malcolm X when she was like, you know, Brother Baines is getting all this money. Why aren't we getting money? That was part, that was alluding to the letter, right? Then he writes in the letter to the minister. She says that I don't satisfy her in bed. She's going to go out and get satisfaction somewhere else. She says he can't keep up. He can't last too long. Ah, okay, see, Tom, I didn't even know about all this shit, bruh. I didn't know. Betty messing with the bodyguard. Wow. Fuck Betty Shabazz, man. That's some fucking foul shit. That's some foul ass shit. I didn't, Tom Lord, brother, I did not know. I did not know. Someone texting me. Wrong, wrong time to text me. Chance, what's happening? Yeah, Natasha, that shit. I did not know, y'all. Deeply, deeply bothered by this. I don't even know what to think. I'm just like, wow, she really doing my mans like that? As if the man had enough pressure in his life already? King of Maya, what's happening? Wow. Wow. Doesn't matter the height, the theater just don't. Wait, wait, just don't stop. Everyone knocking boots? Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, you know me. I'm not. I don't, I ain't waving no monogamy flag. I won't do that. And this don't really help the situation at all, especially when, you know, you are a righteous brother and you're doing everything you're supposed to do by your people, and your wife is doing this to you behind your back. Um. Yeah, I was deeply disturbed by reading the letter. It was pretty bad. I mean, but you know, in 1960s terms, you know, you can get the kind. You had to read through its context of it. Peace, Baba. What's going on, uh, Big Dog Elder? So you have, when you read the letter, like I said, it's different context. You have to kind of really read between the lines of the, of the letter. Big Glenn, uh, I'm fighting stomach flu, but I'm I'm here. So I didn't go to work, but I'm on YouTube. Go figure, right? The older people hide. They sure do. Yeah, yeah. You never saw the the her boyfriend, your grandmother's boyfriend's boots underneath the bed. I get it. Elder, the old folk hid their shit very, very well, and they were they were respectful. But you know, this just kind of—it's like, come on, it's it's Malcolm. You know, everyone has a, a soft spot for Malcolm, and um, you know, that's one of those things. I, you know, you had he just sold out, would he probably would have been? He probably clearly would have lived a lot longer. Probably would have had a better, a bigger impact had he just sold out or compromised himself to a certain degree. So, I, I what you say, I have no issue with what he how he lived his life, but you know, like if your wife is giving you all this grief, either why didn't he just divorce the woman? But I get it, different culture, different times. You got an image to protect. I get it. Who wants to think Malcolm? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's 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 terrible. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want that narrative in my head, you know. Um, 
damn, that's pretty much it. That's it. That was it. It's like 10 minutes in and I'm already done with the damn story. <laughs> ah, shit. 10 minutes in and I'm done with the damn story. Where are these men now? Unless they're planet where are they? I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, shit. I would, listen, I wouldn't have been mad if Malcolm just compromised himself. Not in that way, but in other ways. You know, because who knows how great of an impact he would have had had he been lived to, you know, 60, 65, 70 years old, you know? So, DD1, what's happening? Ray, can you find a letter? The letter's online. I found it online. I downloaded it. So, I'm going to make another video about the letter itself and just read the letter verbatim. So, you can get the context of what he was saying um, and how, you know, they talked back then regarding infidelity and stuff like that. So, as soon as I get done with this... I'm going to pull up the letter and we're going we're gonna to read this motherfucker together like we did in first grade, you know. Um, I do not like green eggs and ham. We're going to read it together like that. <laughs> yeah, but yo, I, I that's crazy. I didn't know. I didn't know. What do you think about young Pharaoh? This, elder. Duh. Hey, you said everything. I, you said it. Like, it's, I have no words for that young dude. I have no words for the young dude. And then on top of that, why why all of a sudden does he want to take his shirt off during his little live streams? Now, I, just bear with me, right? I remember I did a video like a, two years ago, right? And my wife was like, don't ever do a, a video with your shirt off. And all, all you can see is like the top of my traps and my neck, right? And she said, don't do that because it's not the women that are watching you. It's the men. And I was like, ooh, shit, yeah, huh. Good point. And I've never done a video. Or even the one video I did about the Vegas shooting, when I clearly was in the bed, people were like, dude, you look like you're naked in the bed. I'm like, I was not naked in the bed. I didn't have a t-shirt on. For those that remember the, 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 the Las Vegas shooting. And so, no more. So now, all of a sudden, the last five, six streams he's done on, on Instagram, he's always shirtless. But this is the same behavior you were mocking Nature Boy for. You know? So, uh, he, I, you know what the sad thing is? I look forward to when a motherfucker really exposes this nigga. Like, I mean, just opens his fucking casket. I look forward to the day. It may take some time, but when it happens, I will rejoice. I know it's not the, the, the PC thing to say. But I will rejoice when that nigga, whoever that nigga is, exposes this nigga's complete uh, closet full of skeletons. You know? He, he's little, he thinks he's a little badass because he does a little MMA shit. Man, somebody needs to humble that dude. Physically and, and, and spiritually. That nigga needs a humbling. He's like an out of control little badass kid that needs an ass whooping because his daddy wasn't there. This is, and this is what it sounds like. He didn't have a daddy. So I could, I could be wrong, but let let me guess. He's he's from a single mother. I'm gonna guess young Pharaoh was raised by a single mother, right? <laughs> Someone fact check me if the little nigga was raised by a single mother. <laughs> Cause this is how little single mother ran niggas act without male discipline. You know he can't go five minutes. Without saying a curse word. You know, he's... Oh, I seen the exchange between him and the dude in the live. 
about the dudes trying to explain to him what the Baphomet meant. And he was like, nah, la, la, la. he's trying to overtalk the dude, cussing the dude out, yada, yada, yada. I was just like, this little nigga's gone. Gone. If you're a 40 year old person and you follow this dude, it might be time that you you, you might have to start shopping around for somebody else to, to get your information from. You know, your cats order the meats to drop the karate cat. Oh, man, listen. Listen. Yeah, you, you, that little Muay Thai shit he be doing in the ring. Nah, bro. If I get you on the ground, I'm going to snap a tendon. I'm going to break a bone. I'm going to hurt you. That little dude walk around like he is the biggest thing. That's okay. Somebody out there is waiting for him. That's how I look at it. You know, everyone thinks they're Billy Badass till they meet fucking Billy Badass. But uh, his behavior, man, extremely erratic. Um, This YouTube shit, clearly it's a cult of personality. I've said it before. We all, to some degree, suffer from it at some point. It is an ego booster like no other. You know, and that's the slippery slope, especially when you put yourself out here as the one. You know, when you're out here calling yourself the one to debunk and challenge everybody and every religion. And let me say this real quick. I'll tell you one thing he will never go at. I'll tell you one thing he will not want to debate is Horace Butler. Now, why am I saying Horace Butler? Because Pharaoh's whole argument was that Egyptians did do nothing gay had nothing gay about their doctrine, none of no gay shit in none of their hieroglyphs. Aha! If you read the book, When Rocks Cry Out by Horace Butler, this man laid it out, the whole thing about Khan. Now, I'm paraphrasing, but apparently... Okay, for those that... My name is the... My name is the one some people call me the funky star. <laughs> I'm going to get into LeBron in a minute. So economic empowerment is a white man's idea, basically. Basically, shoot, what's happening? Uh, okay, so the story goes that I believe it was somebody sodomized Heru, right? Might have been Khan. Okay, someone please fact check me on my on my commission Egyptology shit. So Khan was Heru's uncle, right? And then Khan sodomized Heru. Or somebody sodomized Heru. Heru went to his mother, right? And then somehow Khan got involved. And because Khan got involved, he said, hey, keep it a secret. Hence, you get the word conspiracy from the god Khan, K-H-O-N. I'm paraphrasing, but it went something like that. And he, you know, in his book, he flat out shows there was some homosexual shit going on in Egypt. Now, my next point would be, if we are the original people, if we are the original god and devil, light and dark, yada, 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 you mean to tell me there were no Egyptian, Comitian, Atlantean, Lemurian homosexuals running around somewhere. If we are the end-all, be-all, if we are the original, if we are the blueprint, I find it hard to believe there was no homosexual activity at all. Now, do I like the idea of it? No, I do not. But, like I said, if y'all going to hold us to this pedestal of 
we did everything first. Well, logic tells me we did that first too. Curious world, what's going on, big dog? What's happening? What's happening? Beautiful family, by the way. I'm, I'm in. I'm in and out. Got it. That's all good, Shogun. It's all good. That's his naive course there. CDD one. That to me, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. He always. It's too easy to put the blame on the Greeks and the Romans. They just indulged in it and engaged in it more than everybody else. They relished it. In it. That's cool. But if we're the original drug addict, but you focus on them because they do opioids, well, but we're the original problem, the source of the problem to a certain extent. We're the, we're the, we're the original problem and cure, right? So I, 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 he'll never, ever mention Horace Butler's name out of his mouth. Never, never, never. Not when it comes to the whole Egypt homosexual thing. Because that man laid the shit out. I got to go back and read the book and actually find a, the particular story itself because I'm paraphrasing the hell out of that story. I messed it up somewhere. But Khan is involved. K-H-O-N. He's involved in the whole Heyru getting sodomized. And that's where you get the word conspiracy from because he told everybody to keep the shit quiet. He made everybody take a vow of silence to a certain extent. So, um... Yeah, his whole thing that it couldn't—it it, it came from Greeks and Romans. Like, nah, nigga, it, it, that ain't don't even make no damn sense. Okay, so um, this is what happens with you know jailhouse scholars—they get locked up, and and then you know whatever the and then they come out with a, with a mystical magical degree, right? And then when he first came out, the kid was on fire, like he had a pure light about him. But now this thing had been corrupted, you know. All I, I see more and more jewelry on this dude. Remember this when this dude first came out, no jewelry at all. Now this nigga got big ass bracelets and chains and shit. You know, he used to be kind of kind of more of the humble tip. Now this, his mouth is real reckless. And what's up with the whole tongue thing? Why is he always sticking his tongue out? What is, what what program is that? I want to know who, who are you trying to trigger sticking your tongue out like that? That bothers me. I don't want to watch no man when he's talking stick his tongue out. Like nigga, something ain't right. I don't want to watch. I don't want to see that shit. That's why I don't watch the little nigga. I can't take the little nigga serious. You know, all five feet, two of them, two inches of him. You know what I'm saying? Salome, that's he's on something more than weed. You know, same shit George Clinton was on. He's something, 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 right? And then, and then, you know, yeah, Prince old male fucking Betty Shabazz, man. She's out here whoring around. <laughs> She's out here whoring around on Malcolm. Malcolm trying to save black people. And Betty in the background <laughs> slutting it up. Um, you know, the little nigga, the little forehead got little little acne bumps. I'm like, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, right, right. It was one time, uh <laughs> I think, I think uh me and Black Joel we were having a conversation. I said, this nigga, this nigga, his forehead, he got all these bumps, like. How how are you this 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 super intellectual and you know all about the body and shit, but you got these huge acne bumps, like you're 16. <laughs> and I mean huge acne bumps, and he's out here taking pictures of his locks, freshly done. I'm like nigga, you should have airbrushed them, them bumps out your face, man. <laughs> he looks, them shits look bad. You know what I mean? Like come on, this is this this is another point. This is another point I'm, I, I want to make. When I see people 
that talk about the human condition, the human body, but your body doesn't reflect your teachings. You know, like the 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 the, the, the fat nigga with the, with the with the light bulb on and his tattoos on his face, the little Dare Grace nigga. Okay, I can't take you serious because you don't take your body serious. That's not being vain. That's not being narcissistic. It's really that's not even an ego thing. If you don't take care of the temple, I can't take you serious about everything else because you don't take your temple serious. That's the first thing you should work we work on is is you should focus on self. Before you can tell anybody about anything, you have to focus on self. That's internally, externally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, all that. Oh, who am I talking about? Oh wait a minute, curious. <laughs> it's the, yeah, I'm all around the world with this one, bro. It's this dude. This nigga got a whole face load of tattoos. Has a light bulb like right here. This nigga got the eye, the eye of Horus right here. And then he's like, he's like, yeah, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. I'm able to do this because I what? A, that's great, man. But back here in the real world, nigga, we look at you like a fucking goofy. I'm sorry. You can listen. You can come with all the knowledge of the universe. Nigga, you, you look like a damn fool. I, it just is what it is. Come on, y'all. Look, I'm, I'm all for not judging a book by its cover. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, you're not in shape. You're, you're borderline obese. You got a face full of tattoos. That's great. You teach your kids how to shoot guns. That's awesome. But guess what? Your message is getting lost in the sauce to a lot of other people that you could have reached had you not had a face full of tats. It, it, it's really that simple. So if I have a message... That I want to get out to the people. I'm not going to see. If, and this, this is the first thing you see. This is the first thing you see. I need to be on point with my shit. I need to be on point. Because if I'm not. If I'm not. If I'm not walking when I'm talking. Then you know. Niggas going to be like. Okay I hear you but. I hear you but. You know. Nigga you have a light bulb on the side of your face. Who are we kidding? Who, and 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 you take pictures with porn stars, talk about shifting the paradigm, and it's kind of hard for me to take you serious. And you hang out with them them pill niggas, you know. I can't take you really, really, really that serious. Ah, uh, you know the little fat nigga. I talking this one, little Dare Grace. I have no issue with the dude, but don't try and convince the rest of us that getting a face full of tats is like freeing you of of physical bondage or some shit. It was one weird thing he did. He was in a uh, tattoo, probably getting, getting another face, face tattoo. And he was like, I'm free of something, something. I'm not here with these. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to have shackles on me. Nigga, that shit works for you. You look like you need to be in a circus. Okay? Seriously. Save and sanctify what's happening. That's how I felt when I seen Shaka Amos. I was like, this nigga got a ponytail and I like her. <laughs> Hey, I'm not here to, if you get a face tattoo and you're able to sustain yourself outside of the, the normal working narrative and, and, and nine to five-ness, like if, you, if you're if you a tattoo artist, I'd expect a tattoo artist to have a face full of tattoos. That's his work. That's what he does. What I don't expect is a nigga trying to enlighten me about in-home banking with a face full of tattoos. Nigga, you have a face full of tattoos and you want to teach me about how the banks screw me over. I can't take you serious, sir. Even if you're even, even if your information is spot on. You could you could be right 100% of the time, but I'm looking at you like really? 
You know? So I'm not, I wouldn't try to confuse the people and make the people, make it even harder for, for my message to get out if the visual is distracting. That's all I'm saying. Dogman X, what's going on, dog? Peace, 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 peace. I'm just saying, if the visual, if the this is the first thing you see, and if this shit is off, people are going to be like, ah, no. 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 You know? No. Am I from New York? No. That that's just that's 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 what that's my point of view. That's my opinion. I'm not saying I'm right, but I'm saying I'm I'm thinking if you're trying to reach everyday working class people, right? You're trying to get them to break the bonds of of what they've used to be taught, and you come looking like this, it's kind of hard for me to take you kind of serious, bro. You know, so that, that just that maybe I'm tripping. Michael Watts was having not getting notifications. Ah, you know, that's YouTube. That's what YouTube is good for. That's what YouTube is good for. So, um, now, now like I said, I ain't hit a diss nobody, but come on, man. It's like, I can't take, it's hard for me to take you serious. I'm not a highly judgmental person in that regard. There's other ways I'm, I'm judgmental. Trust me. But, you know, I'm old enough to know, okay, let me at least, let me, let me hear him out. I'm to that point in my life now, as I've gotten older, I'm like, okay, you look crazy, but I'm going to hear you out. Most people probably don't have the time to even want to even waste to hear you out. If you come to them looking crazy, what what was the famous um, uh, story that Bill Cosby said on, on the Cosby show? I'll never forget this shit. He was talking to Theo. It was about presentation. He said, I, I have two steaks. One steak on a plate and one steak on a garbage can. Which one are you going to pick? They're both perfectly good steaks. There's nothing wrong with the steaks. Just one's on a plate. The other is on a garbage can. Bill Cosby taught us that one. Presentation is everything. And we live in the world of visualization, right? So if you're on a platform and it's based off visual visualization... So I get it. You probably want to create a shock factor and get people talking about, ooh, why does he do that? If that's your segue to lead into your message, I get it. But for the most part, for regular people, and you asking people to change their thought patterns, I need you, you, you that shit, you lost me with that. You're not, gonna, you're not, you're, you're not, you're not. You're just, you're just not. They're going to look at you like you're crazy. You know? You know, you, you, you're giving older folk another reason to write off the young kids. You know, a guy like my dad's going to look at you like you a goddamn fool. I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. I don't want to hear what you're talking about. I don't care if you're right. That's how, that's the problem. People can be like, I don't care if you're right, but you look like a damn fool. <laughs> Pen on the birdcage. <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, shit. Fuck it is. Amanda, hey, kind of like talking about black talking about wearing a white woman's wig. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. You live in Vermont. That's that's East Coast. It's a very tiny, tiny state, right? Vermont's pretty small. Disrespect wolves, ass whoopings. I mean, yeah. I mean, hey, man. Like I said, everyone find their own niche. Rock with it. Ah, ah, ah. 
white supremacy, white supremacy. My bad, my bad. What is white supremacy? So, where am I from? Man, I'm from Earth. You ask a lot of questions, man. I'm from I'm from where I need to be. <laughs> Shit, you make my head. You make me nervous asking all these goddamn questions. <laughs> Jones Bones had another positive test fight this weekend. He's done. Listen, I love John Jones. I think he's the he could have been the greatest next to Anderson Silva above GSP. But for whatever reason, he ain't doing what they want him to do. If he's hey, listen, when's the last time you heard a fighter test positive and they let him fight anyway? When is that? When does that even make sense to anybody that's fought professionally, amateur? If you test positive for something, they don't let you fight. Where do they let you fight when you still test positive? John Jones is done. I love John Jones. DC is trash. I will never recognize DC as a as a pound for pound great of anything until he beats John Jones twice. He needs to beat John Jones twice. For me to even have a conversation about Daniel Cormier. Daniel Cormier is nowhere near Jones's talent level. Nowhere near. Uh, did I see the John McAfee video of the hydrogen? No, I didn't. I didn't. The guy asking where he's coming for Derek Grace. He's coming for you. Hey, curious. I'm here for all the smoke, my brother. I'm here for the nonsense. There's nothing a nigga with a light bulb on his face can tell me. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> there's nothing a nigga with a light bulb can tell me. Brock test positive before his last fight, was still able to fight. And he became champ and they let him back in and he does all this type of shit. John can't do that for some When has, has Brock ever been banned for a year? And then they test him and they say he's clean. So now all of a sudden he says they suspended him for an entire year knowing he was clean. Now he's dirty after a whole year being clean. Brock was banned for how long? How long was he banned for? So you are you comparing the struggles of Brock of Lesnar to John Jones? Are you comparing the struggles of John Jones versus Brock Lesnar? Because to me, they're not even in the same category. Has 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 Brock Lesnar ever had a, a, a dirty test come back reversed clean? Working corporate, yeah. If you look funny, they like. Hey, Shogun, I and I'm not even, not even so much on a corporate level. Just on, you know, what I'm saying, just, just every day. Brock is a money maker. Issues, you know, John and John. Um, I, I just think there's, there's something that John is not willing to do for some odd reason. Uh, Rebel Zoe. Okay, so let's let's reiterate with Betty Shabazz. Um, <laughs> so there's a letter. That Malcolm wrote to uh, uh, the minister about uh, Betty Shabazz's infidelities and her um, and her and another man's wife <laughs> amongst the, the ministry, amongst the men, basically. And this goes to a next point: any any organization by men, for some odd reason. It gets ruined by women. It's not a diss to women. 
Just let's please let's let's slow it down before the women get upset. It's not about women, but in my in my limited history of what I've seen, every great organization by men has been destroyed or infiltrated by women. You know, and um, the letter. You know, in that situation, you know, it was his wife and another man's wife colluding about some other shit that had nothing to do with business. You know what I'm saying? This man is out here risking his life, right? And putting it all on the line. And you're in the background causing strife and discourse. You know what I'm saying? That's just so utterly beyond disrespectful. Um... You know, to think that this man had all this shit going on and yet his backbone, she was crooked, you know? Yeah, Malcolm wrote the letter. I will do, I will do a video on the letter. We're going to, when I do the video after the stream, we're going to read the letter together, okay? In real time. Uh, see, over, oh, hey, 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 hey. Okay, Andre, it was alluded to. In the movie, because remember the argument they had? She said, hey, Brother Baines is getting all this money. They get new cars. How come we don't? Remember that? That's the argument that they had about money. And that's as far as it went. But that was alluding to the letter. The first half of the letter is about her collusion with the other sister, about the money in the cars. And the last half of the letter is um, she not saying she'll go out and get it somewhere else. She said she would get satisfaction somewhere else. You know, she talked bad on this dude, man. I didn't even know it was this, I didn't know it was this bad. You know? And by any seeming necessary. So that's what prompted the grandson to set the house on fire with her in it. That's that's the story that everybody has been sticking to from what I've researched. That's why the boy set the house on fire with her in it. He found out what she was doing to his grandfather and became so enraged with the match. And of course, she ended up dying. And I believe he went to prison for the shit, right? But that's what sparked the whole, that's what set the house being set on fire for, you know? So you never know how your decisions affect you down the road. So I'm sure she never saw this coming 50 years after the fact, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure her doing her thing on um, against Malcolm in the background. I'm sure she never thought she would come. She would she would face retribution from a grandson fifty years down the road. No one could have seen that one coming. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not justifying what he did. I'm just saying I believe in cause and effect. See, over. Thank you for the donation. Thank you. I appreciate it. Men allow women to destroy the infrastructure. Man, listen, brother. I don't want. I don't even want to touch that subject. But everything I've ever seen, from the Panthers to Malcolm. To even Khalid Muhammad, there's a woman in the mix. There's a woman in the mix. And we all know the whole, how the fucking Khalid Muhammad shit went down. That shit was so fucking, that shit was so fucked up. And now look at his, you know, his son don't, his son's on some weird old shit, you know, because of the mama and I, man, I, man, listen, I don't, I don't want to get into all that shit, y'all. I'm going to get a headache if I, if I think about the shit too much, you know. Yeah, Pillow Talk is a motherfucker. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much 
that's pretty much what happened. YouTube gonna respect me. You're not gonna block my channel. Not <laughs> give you notifications. <laughs> oh shit! I mean, not even you. It's not even about useless women. I just think um, I don't know what what the issue is with with women when when they get involved in men's organizations. Like I don't know. This switch comes on. Like we must fuck this shit all up. You know. I mean, Angela Davis, probably the greatest turncoat in my opinion. Uh, of any any woman in the history of women, you know, of course, no one, not people are really gonna say it out loud, say it like the way I'm saying it. But to me, she's one of the greatest turncoats in 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 natural American women history. How do you go from Afro to Black Fist? You get these niggas all pinched. You get a teaching degree at what UCLA or USC, and then you become a lesbian. Then now I'm talking lesbian. You get your white woman, nigga. Like what? The fuck? Where? Where? Wait a minute. So you go get you a white woman, who's the woman of the enemy that your niggas was fighting against. I, I literally that would give me a migraine. That would give me a fucking migraine if I think about the shit too long. So, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I, I, nigga, like for real, for real. And, and I met, uh, uh, I met a BGF member in the joint. And I, I met a BGF member in the joint. And I'll just leave it at that. I will leave it at that. Uh, I'm, I'm catching up. I'm catching uh, see, Roscoe, I'm not going to say that, Roscoe, because that's generalizing. That's generalizing. I don't want to say that. I don't want to go down that path. I'm just saying for what I've seen, the quickest way to bring down any man-built, man-led uh, faction organization is to introduce a woman. I mean, we see all the time in the movies, right? You send a woman in there to kind of get everybody to let their guards down. You know, she's a pretty woman. So a nigga gonna look, he damn sure gonna listen. Right? So, I mean, a lot of your great kingdoms have fallen because of a woman. A woman in, you know? So, it ain't even about black women. It's just women, period, man. You know, and I'm seeing some things here, even, you know, on this side of things that I see a lot of women all of a sudden. Um, I'm just like, you know what? Mm -mm -mm. Hey, whatever folks your boat. You know, don't forget Queen Latifah broke my heart. Lord, listen, well, nobody was checking for Queen Latifah. Listen, Queen Latifah is not missed. I'm sorry. Nobody was checking for Queen Latifah. Let's stop the bullshit. Ain't nobody sad when we saw set it off. We just, all, all we needed was confirmation. Like, yep, that ain't acting. We always knew. Thank you for telling us. Thank you for confirmation. So ain't nobody, no, Queen Latifah will not be missed. Man, <laughs> when you tell it. And no one. Ooh, Merlin Santana family eyes out for blood. I'm not gonna touch that one either. Nope, 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 nope. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, <laughs> uh let me see what else. Hell yeah, from the listen, even when she first came out, you were I could you it was like, yeah, she she looked different. She looked different. She looked different. She looked different. No, she didn't die. No, we're just saying that um when we when we first when we all watched set it off the first time and she kissed a girlfriend we were like ah oh, we just knew because that wasn't acting that wasn't acting 
Steve Harvey has nothing to do with Merlin since Santana. Nothing, and I'm not going to touch that. Uh, let's get into LeBron and 21 Savage versus the Almighty Jews. Listen, you have to respect the Jews, man. These guys are less than, what, 5% of the population, and they put foot to ass on everybody. No one is immune from a Jewish ass whooping. I salute these motherfuckers, man. I'm 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 happy that all, all the LeBron stands realize that LeBron has no real power. Okay? I'm glad you LeBron fans and stands for the first time in y'all lives getting y'all little wake up call saying you see who really runs shit. LeBron is just an entertainer on the field. That's all he fucking does. He dribbles the ball, puts the ball in the hoop, and we laugh and cheer. That's all he's good for. So all those goofy niggas that got mad at me for the, the whole video I did about the goddamn school, the, the LeBron school that Cleveland taxpayers are paying for, they just put his fucking name on the shit. There it is there. Eat your fucking crow. I'm happy that them Jews checked this little goofy ass, and I'm, I'm glad that all of a sudden... 21 Savage can come out of his fucking drug stupor to, you know, you know how they draft statements for the, the artists. I, okay, so when artists fuck up, wait, wait, CCTV, thank you. CC in the city, thank you. So when artists fuck up back in, the, you know, we would have media teams that would craft apology letters and statements for these motherfuckers to read. Okay, because we all know 21 Savage is dumb as, a, as dumb as bricks. You know, he can't form his own sentences and anything that eloquent and that well-spoken didn't come from him but at the end of the fucking day shout out to these fucking jews hey remember when um uh the what's the song with fucking lil kim and the, and the locks what did what did uh sheik luch say stacking chips like hebrews and they blocked that shit out remember that shit i remember that y'all remember that even even on a massive version they blocked the song out they, they blocked that verse out okay when they when they when they kick Michael ass for saying kick on they don't care about us, these people ain't playing. These people not playing. Am I scared? And I'm scared the elite will kill you for what? Uh no, because when it's all said and done, I will leave this platform, Justin. So no, I don't walk out worried about my life. Because I ain't said nothing that hasn't been said before. For one. Uh for two, I know my place. Okay. And for, for three, I got people working protection for me. So I got, I got high priestesses working for me for your boy. They're not gonna let anything fuck with your boy like that. So I'm good to go. But if push comes to shove, I will leave this shit. I told y'all from the very, very fucking, very beginning. What did I say? Cut me a check. I'll leave this shit alone. I've always said that. Cut me a check. I will leave this shit the fuck alone. No problem. Cause see, I'm not gonna go the Malcolm route and the MLK. I ain't dying for all you motherfuckers. Fuck out. <laughs> I love you. But I ain't fucking for all you. I ain't, I'm, I'm not taking a bullet from no, no goddamn body. Fuck all that shit. No. And not no Bradley Cooper. No motherfucking uh, John Todd. Nah, we ain't, we ain't gonna, I ain't, nah. It's just not gonna happen. Not, not to this guy. Not to this guy. No. So, I know I don't worry when I walk out my house. I worry about paying my taxes. Because I'm going to owe the government again this year. Okay, that's what I worry about. Taxes. Another four grand at the end of the fucking year that I owe. So that's what I worry about. Shit like that. Uh, <laughs> wait, 
It's not like I can kill fuck you. Just like if they try to kill me, bye. <laughs> Man, listen, I I hard headed. They don't take too many times. Like, oh, you want me to not do this anymore? Uh, okay, that's what's up. I I learned my lesson. I shut up. Oh yo, I love my little ring light. My little ring light is the shit. Woo! My little ring light. One of my Christmas gifts to my fucking self. One of my Christmas gifts to my motherfucking self was a motherfucking ring light for my phone. All right. My man Israel shot up the U.S.'s liberty and killed. Yes, I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. Cut the check. Yeah, man. Prince Oatmeal, brother. Listen. What about and what did I say? When I get the check, those that fuck with me on the back end, we're gonna get it in. I've always said that. I've always said people are like, why are you gonna shut out? Listen, somebody got to get their hands dirty. If that means I gotta be the bad guy, get my hands dirty so I can, you know, put people in position around me on the back end, it's worth it. This is why I keep trying to tell y'all, quit trying to judge every fucking body for every decisions that they make in this business. Cause you don't know what their what their long game is, what the end game is. Okay. That that's you know, that's why I don't knock Jay-Z for doing what he does. Cause he didn't want to end up like Dame Dash, not to re, not to rehash this old this this Dame shit Dame versus Jay thing. You call it a sellout, I call it um, it's called a long term plan. It's called an end game, and that's what black folk don't understand. End game. We're too focused on the here and now. Okay, uh, you don't want to buy a house, you don't want to buy a plot for a dollar, a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, knowing ten years from now it'll be worth ten times much as that. No, you want to buy something that you can see right now that's tangible. You're going to go buy some shoes that you can put on your feet right fucking now. We don't have a plan as a people. So every time I hear motherfuckers talk about economic empowerment, we are not mentally conditioned for economic empowerment. That takes decades to implement. These people are 50, 60 years ahead. They're thinking about their grandchildren. Okay? They're thinking about their great-grandchildren. They don't think about setting themselves up. Listen, they don't mind driving a fucking Toyota Prius for the next 10 years and, 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 and living in a fucking, you know, moderate house. They're like, no, the grandbabies got to be living good. So let me set up everything about the grandbabies. We want the shit now. So all you useless, all of your useless black entertainers, right? That big, buy the biggest fucking house. All, all your Migo niggas that buy the fucking jewelry. What it, that's a mental condition. That's a mental condition. Don't tell me what they got planned. Well, no, no, they don't have no, they have no fucking financial plans. None. If all you, if all you, you buy the bitch a hundred, a two hundred thousand dollar truck, like really, really. So no, we don't, we don't have uh, foresight in, into the future. We don't think about the future. So this is why we will never get free economically. It's a joke at this point. That's why I don't take niggas that talk that shit serious. As a collective, we're we just, we just don't know. Okay, another thing, another thing. I hear a lot of niggas on YouTube. Trying to convince black people to buy a house. Okay. You can buy a house. That's the easy part. Guess what's the hard part about uh, about a house? It's the maintenance of a house. Maintaining a house. This is what drops your fucking, your fucking property value. Because if you live in the hood, like I do, niggas that own their houses can't afford to fix their fucking houses. Okay? You can make the mortgage payments. That's the easy part. But when your roof, there's a hole in your fucking roof. And you need seven grand, eight grand to, to fix the fucking hole in your roof. You can't do it. But you own your house. But you can't maintain your house. Right? The gutters are falling the fuck off. The shingles are falling apart. Your window uh, 
paintings and needs to be redone. You know, you can't afford a landscaper every two weeks. Fuck out of here. Quit trying to put, quit trying to convince people to do something they can't afford. Just because you can buy the house doesn't mean you can afford the house. Affording is maintenance as well. That's it. This is what drops your property value when you have a block full of niggas that can't afford to fix their homes to make the shits look nice. Period. Point blank. Period. So, um, you know, I, and I see these black YouTubers get mad because when we're trying to give you, we're trying to give you business, we're trying to help you to, to, to stop, stop, stop. Because I'd be wanting, I'd be wanting to jump on their live so fucking bad, and be like, y'all wasting your fucking breath. These niggas don't want the business. They don't want to learn how to do business. So many people like going to work and collecting a check. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay? But stop trying to convince people to do things they're not mentally able to do. Whether you want to call it retardation, slow, just whatever. Some people just aren't mentally capable of doing it. Period. So stop. If you want these YouTube niggas, these black... These black businesses, you're always preaching black business. Stop. Worry about your fucking business. Worry about your business. These niggas don't want to, they don't want to follow suit. They don't want to do it. Okay? They don't. I've we, listen, we've all broken down how to start a business. It's really, really simple. I, you know, I've told you, hey, start a business for your kid. Pay this shit off in high school. Four years. They got A1 credit. Yada yada yada. The business lines of credit. Niggas don't want to do that shit. So I don't waste my breath. Now, if you come to me and say, hey, Sly, that video you did about six months ago, can you please further expound? Then I'll entertain you with a dialogue, okay? But as far as me getting on this motherfucker every goddamn day, you want to give me business numbers, uh, better business bureau shits, and tax rates, niggas don't want to hear that shit. If that were the case, we'd all be reading fucking Claude Anderson's fucking book, Practicing financial economic freedom and empowerment. We don't want to do it. Then we the same things that get mad when the, when the crackers come in and be like, hey, we're going to fix this place up real, real nice. Drive the price, the market value up so you motherfuckers can't afford the shit. So now niggas mad about Detroit. When y'all had 30 years, 40 years, 50 years to get Detroit back together on its feet with no help from the cracker. Y'all had 50 years to play with Detroit with no white people in sight. Now white people are all in, all up in the motherfucker, all in downtown Detroit. Okay, so y'all can miss me with this shit. No diss, you black business YouTube niggas. I just need y'all just to stop. The niggas don't want to do it. Worry about you and yours. Live your fucking best life. Worry about your grandkids. They'll be business owners. That's great. But I think a lot of these motherfuckers be be running their fucking mouths, make themselves sound smarter than what they are. Like we don't. A lot of people don't give a fuck about your business. Okay. Now, let me say this. I'll be one of them. Okay, you got a business. So do I. So now fucking what? So you make more money than my than me and my business. I don't give a fuck. And you ain't do nothing I can't do or haven't done or I am not doing. Okay. So when all these motherfuckers were, were uh, now running the business. Now, nigga, I was doing some wild shit back 20 years ago. All this shit y'all doing now. I was doing that shit 20 years ago. Please. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. All right. So um, just stop trying to make yourselves. I'm seeing a lot of that. I'm seeing a lot of people. Well, you know, my business, we had 3.2% rate of increase in profits last year. We don't give a fuck. We don't we don't care about your rate of return, your rate of return. Okay. We don't care about the stocks you own. Niggas, just, some niggas just don't give a fuck about shit. Like some niggas just want to buy Jordans. Okay. 
Some niggas just want to buy fucking PS4s. That's it. <laughs> That's it. It ain't that deep. It ain't that deep. Okay. So <laughs> I run my mouth. I'm going to shut this down. Um, I'm going I'm to go in here and do this. We're going to read this. We're going to read this Malcolm letter that he wrote to the minister. All right. And um, I look forward to you guys' thoughts. I love my little ring light. Uh, does it make my eyes pop? Ooh. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm sorry I lost on the comments. I lost. I'm so far behind the comments, y'all. Forgive me. Shout out to everybody that donated. Uh, CC, uh, C over. Um, listen, black people at, as a collective at the end of the day want to be consumers. Okay. Remember when the U.S. went from being the biggest exporter to being the biggest importer? Apply that to black people. Black people are okay with being the biggest goddamn consumers on the fucking planet. You're not going to change that mindset of however many millions of black people that, that whatever the numbers are. You're not going to change that, especially not fucking YouTube videos. It's not going to happen. So no diss to black business people. Just worry about your own. Okay. You come in here every fucking day on your little live streams. You're going to talk about Trump and the taxes. Motherfuckers don't give a fuck about that shit. Unless it directly affects them, unless they're on food stamps, then they care. Somewhat. Other than that, other than that, you, you know, you talk about jobs they can they can they can get into. Oh, the Mexicans are doing this, the Mexicans are doing that. They let the Mexicans do what the fuck they want to do. Niggas don't want to drive trucks. Okay? Niggas don't want to drive trucks. I'm sorry. That's like a job if you get out of prison. No this. To any truck driver, unless that's a family-owned thing that you've been ingrained in as a youth, no disrespect. Salute the truck drivers. Trust me. I work with these motherfuckers every goddamn day. Total, total, total respect. But that's a job, for the most part, you ain't got shit going on. You did 10 years for a fucking murder, and you need a job. Truck driving is the answer. Now, I know some fairly well-off truck drivers. You can make a whole lot of money, but that's not some shit you grow up. I want to be a truck driver when I grow up, Dad. You just don't, man. Okay, just, just, just cut the bullshit. All right. Um, now nah, ain't no collective flash. Ain't gonna be no collective. Listen, that's like y'all wanting the Bulls come back. Y'all, Jordan ain't coming back. Okay, if black people are Jordan. Okay, if black people are Jordan, and we had our, we the Bulls of the nineties. Nigga, they ain't coming back. They had their run. They had their black people had their run. I don't understand how y'all how y'all don't understand ebb and flow, ups and downs, peaks and valleys. We've had our run. We've been at the mountaintop for the longest. We did everything, everything, and yet and still, you niggas still sit here like we gonna come back. No, we're not. Where? Point to me where this black uprising. Super conscious niggas, pineal shit gonna just come back and sweep the fucking planet. Point to me where. Point to me where you can sit here and say, yeah, the black folk, we coming back. No, the fuck, we're not. You got a young nigga with pimples on his face talking about a nigga that just had a fucking stroke a couple years ago. You want to debate a nigga that, that had a stroke. You understand know what I'm saying? That's where we're at. We're at a nigga that wants to debate a nigga that, has a, that had a stroke. Are you fucking kidding me? It's over. The more you accept that shit, it ain't negative, Nancy. Nigga, it's real. <laughs> That's real shit. Okay, you know what? I'll tell you what. 
Go ask your grandparents if they're still around. Uh, grand, granddad, grandma, how how do you see black people? And they're gonna look at you like, what? We are done. Toast, burnt toast. Okay. I love my people, but I ain't stupid. These, these niggas are fucked up out here. Are you kidding me? And yeah, and then motherfuckers be like, oh well, the 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 white collective, their birth rates are dropping off. Okay, and <laughs> and that's your way in. That's your way in. That's your way back in because of the low birth rates. Okay, they're dying off. We're gonna get we're gonna get our shit back together again. Fuck out of here. Good luck with that. Y'all sound crazy when y'all when y'all say that shit. Nothing's up my butt. I'm just listen. I'm telling y'all what your you, you, what your daddy don't want to tell you because he don't want to break your fucking heart. That is me. Okay. I'm the guy that's gonna tell you what you need to hear. Because once you accept what I'm saying, then it gives you clarity to focus on what you need to do to move on. That's it. That's it. Call me the, the, the angel of doom, whatever, 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 whatever. Okay? Once you accept it's a wrap for us as a people, you'll focus on you and yours and like-minded individuals. That's it. That's it. Y'all talk about the segregation. Y'all keep talking about we, we're too indoctrinated, we're too integrated. Where are you going to go to on this planet where they can't get to you and influence you and your children to some, to, to, to some degree? Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? Okay. Damn, that shit looks... I got me, got me, this shit looks good. <laughs> Never mind my, my, my vain moment. Um, but I think there's something new coming. Hey, you know what? I look forward to it, but um, if anybody wants to place a small wager on what I'm saying against against what I'm saying in 10 years, I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. You know, look, you think it's bad here and then y'all think going to Africa is going to be any better? Africa's done. Africa's done. There ain't nothing you can do about the shit. No one wants you ain't got you got nothing to go to war with with these people. I keep hearing and I and I and I love Pharaoh said that, but this nigga keep talking about a goddamn military. Nigga, they will never let you have a black military of your own. Where? Where? Who payroll am I on? <laughs> shit. See, Black Joel, there you go with that bullshit again. I gave you a shout out earlier today, Black Joel. When we was talking about motherfucking feral, feral acne. Oh, no, no, no. Getting back to my point. Um, he was saying we need our own military. Uh, they're going to let you just have, they're just going to let you do that, huh? They're going to they let you do that. They're just going to let you have guns up the ass and your own goddamn military. They just do whatever the fuck you want to do. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. The closest thing you had to the military was the Black Panthers. How'd that work out for you? That's the closest thing to a military you will ever get. And it didn't work out so well, did it? All right. So, listen. I'm not here to tell you what you want to hear. I'm here to tell you what you need to hear. Okay? Everyone else has an agenda. I don't want your money. Okay, I take that back. If I if I have clothes to sell, like shirts and shit, yeah, buy the shit by all means. But I'm not here to take. I'm not here for your money per se. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not here to be the one. Okay. No, I don't have no stake in that. Sh this shit to do this. I'm just here to tell you what no one wants to tell you. 
I'll be the bad guy. Somebody has to be the bad guy. Fine, I'll be him. I'll be the bad guy. And I'll, and I'll go against anybody that says different. Happily do. Happily. So, um, you know, it, wait, wait, wait. The school coming. <laughs> February 2016. Oh, my God. stupid. It's stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. China got 1.3 billion and still managed the United One leader. Same with India. Okay, 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 okay. If we had a black messiah. Oh, I'll take that back. We had one. Who killed? Well, let's talk about the nation of Islam real quick. And if you're NOI, FOI, I'm going to hurt your feelings real quick. Name. And I don't know how to, how to want to say this. I don't want to say this. Okay, Nation of Islam, for all this big bad rhetoric against the white devil and the synagogue of Satan, ain't put foot to ass on no white or Jewish person. But, but, who did the Nation of Islam kill? Its own people. That would be Malcolm, right? We all agree that the nation has something to do with Malcolm's death, right? So, in the history of all the, of uh, under um, far far card whatever the fuck his name is and, and Malcolm uh, uh, Farrakhan, in a way they never put foot to ass to no white person, but they put foot to ass to their own people. Make that make sense to me, okay? And then niggas want to argue me about the whole Scientology thing. The Scientology merger took place years ago. They, they were, they've already exposed the shit. And y'all still want to sit here and try to placate like the nation is about something. The nation ain't about shit, but its own survival. Okay? Once again, find me the white person or the Jewish person. The nation of Islam went to their house, dragged them out the fucking house, and, and hung them from a tree. Okay? But they showed Merck Malcolm in front of his, his wife and kids. Okay? So y'all can miss me with that shit. Same nation that has something to do with Khalid Muhammad's death. So y'all can miss me with that bullshit too. All right? Y'all ain't putting foot to ass to nobody but your own people. All these, all, all your Jason Blacks, your Tariq Nasheed, y'all ain't putting foot to ass to nobody but your own fucking people. Nobody but your own people. Until I see these niggas go to somebody's house and kick in their fucking door, drag one of these fucking killer cops out, these, 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 these white, white race soldier ass policemen, until I see uh, Sarah Sudan Seti bust a motherfucking crack a white man in the head with a brick, none all them niggas are useless. All of them. All of them. Okay? So I need y'all to start thinking for yourselves. It don't if it don't make sense to y'all. Alright? And I and I had no not had no issue with ben, brother Ben X. But if that nigga young nigga ever come at me again, nigga, it's on. Your fucking religion, your people ain't shit. The nation of Islam, only worry about the nation of Islam. Like I said, is George Zimmerman still around here? Sure enough is. So that's on all black people at this point. So niggas won't even go get George Zimmerman. Okay? But y'all mad when Alpo get out. But I, I, y'all ain't touch Alpo? Huh? Y'all won't put hands on fucking Alpo? But Alpo's the bad guy. Right? Y'all ain't touch Malcolm's killers when they got out of prison? You know Jesse Jackson has something to do with, with MLK. Y'all ain't touched them niggas either, right? So what y'all talking about? At the end of the day, what y'all talking about? 
all right, I'm, I'm gonna end it on this. I run my mouth enough. I'm sure someone's gonna be like, this thing got to go. <laughs> I'm sure some niggas gonna be like, he got to go. White folk will be like, he ain't no problem. Niggas be like, he gotta go. <laughs> uh, right? Steve Coakley told y'all all this shit. Yeah, and 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 when 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 the white folks snatched that man off the streets and took out his body parts, threw him in front of a fucking place, dragged him into the fucking hospital, basically murdered the man. Nobody rolled for Steve Coakley. Nobody rolled for Steve Coakley. Um, Marcus Garvey, wasn't it black folk that wanted his ass deported back to Africa? It wasn't white folk, it was black folk, right? So y'all, y'all talk this shit. Y'all ain't about to do nothing to these people, but your own people. That's the only thing you're good for is putting foot to ass of your own fucking people. So I don't want to hear shit about white man this, white man that. I don't want to hear shit about no goddamn killer cops. I don't want to hear shit about no goddamn work. These niggas ain't about to do nothing to them to them people. Nothing. And then you get mad when niggas be like, well, shit. Let me go over there to the winning side. I don't want to fuck with you, you losers over here. Then y'all get mad. Y'all call them sellouts and shit. Okay. All right. I, I guess they be that then. Hey, they, they ain't going to lose no sleep. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go in here. We're going to do this motherfucking, uh, this, this Betty Shabazz letter. We're going to read this shit. Like it's like it's a, a Dr. Seuss book. Uh, I do not like green eggs and ham. We got to read this shit. <laughs> I'm about to read this shit just like that in that very same inflection. I do not like green eggs and ham. Hey, hey, remember um, remember Martin, the episode of Martin and Tommy and Cole got kicked out of their places. They were saying that Martin's in shit. And Martin's reading the book to them at the end. And, and what was he saying? What was the story that Martin read to, to Tommy and Cole? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I forget the name of it. He's like, I do not like green eggs and ham. <laughs> she was so stupid. Stupid. <laughs> you know what episode I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, I'm out. Peace. A legit eight rounder. This is why, this is why a motherfucker don't fuck with boxing. Wow, I, I'm, I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted. I don't care that he got dropped two times. Yeah, I, I am, I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted. Disgusted. Anybody else? Anybody else want to get in and chime with me about this highway robbery? Now, I did say that they would rather see a Wilder Joshua fight as opposed to a Fury Wilder uh, Wild Fury uh, Joshua fight. I, I'm disgusted. Curious world, my man. My man's curious. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure uh, Deontay's not going to complain, but he's he's a protected fighter. If you don't believe that Deontay Wilder is a protected fighter, this is your evidence right here. I present to you this fight because that entire fight, Deontay Wilder was getting his ass whooped without question.
Without question. Omega Bridge was happening. Yes, Fury won that fight, hands down. I, I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted. I just sent you the link, man. Check your email. What's happening? Listen, I, I, I've, I've said plenty of times I'm not the biggest fan of, of Deontay Wilder. I said there's, there's plenty of holes in his fight game. But, you know, people want to argue me up and down. <laughs> All right, Curious, get some sleep, brother. Get some sleep. Get some sleep. Fury did not run. I don't, did you even see the fight, Jack Anderson? Clearly you didn't. What's good, big dog? Yo, let's get into the bullshit, bro. <laughs> that was a robbery. That was a robbery. Complete robbery. Complete nonsense. You don't out, you don't outbox somebody comprehensively like that and get robbed. I understand two knockdowns sway the judges and everything, but all in all, that's a robbery. I agree. I agree. Now, the, the, now I hope all the Wilder fans. Uh, get come back to reality and realize he's not as, a, as a great of a boxer as people put him out to be. I think his record uh, clearly is more than what it is. We know this, though. I truly, as an objective boxing fan who's been watching all forms of boxing, we all, we all knew this. We all knew if Deontay Wilder did not stop Tyson Fury, he was not, he was going to end up, you know, getting saved by the judges or potentially losing. We knew this. Tyson Fury, if, if you watch the highlights, look at what Tyson Fury is doing on the inside. He walks him into an uppercut. With the other other hand, he walks him into a left hook. Then he throws a right hand, holds on to him, spins off of him. He was just doing the better work. He was doing what boxers do. He was, he was fighting when they wanted to fight. He was the ring general, and he won that fight. Simple period, point blank. I even thought the first knockdown was kind of iffy, you know. Um, I, now I know the shot in the back of the head may have done something, but it looked like he kind of slipped and he just, you know, while it kind of caught him anyway. But, you know. Yo, yo, let me tell you something. You cannot give someone the back of your head. You cannot do that at all. Because at the end of the day, you can't do that. Especially with a puncher that pernicious as Wilder. And if you give somebody that, and that's now a scoring blow because it's in the act of, you know, combat now. If he was standing up and he didn't, he, and his head was erect, he would not, that would have been a, a foul. But hey, that was that was a knockdown. It's what it is. So the, I guess the obvious question is, do you care to watch the rematch or will you watch the, the rematch? Of course I watch the rematch. The rematch should be in uh, the UK though. And what is your prediction for the rematch? Uh, comprehensive outboxing, Tyson Fury uh, winning the fight. Tyson Fury almost stopped him in the last round, too. 
Tyson Fury has power. He just has to stop playing. If Tyson Fury goes back to how he was fighting against, you know, uh, Derek Chisora, the second Chisora fight, and if he just starts putting his hands c- together and starts sitting down on his punches, he can get a lot of guys out of it. Look at Deontay Wilder's face compared to Tyson Fury's face, and you can see why. I thought he showboated too much. He has to showboat because at the end of the day, at the, at the end of the day, who, who are you talking about, Wilder or uh, Fury? Uh, Fury. Fury showboating because he's away from home, and he, that's a tactic that boxers usually do to say, "Hey, I'm doing this. I'm controlling the fight. I'm doing what I need to do." I, I didn't care for the showboating. I'm just like, yo, you got this dude flustered. He can't do anything. He can't mount any type of offensive attacks the way he wants to. Fuck all the showboating. Just get him, get him, get him out of there if you can. Of oh, that's course, just, yeah. Of course, he should have got him out of there. But at the end of the day, these guys, these guys, man, these guys, man. I really, I really was banking on Tyson Fury winning this fight, man. But AJ beats Deontay Wilder. I don't want to hear anyone say. Anything I agree. Like that. I agree. I don't care. People saying, "Oh, I, I, I was talking to guys at work. Uh, there was a guy who worked at my job. His name is Hervé. Uh, he, uh, he used to box and everything. He, he, I think he won the Golden Gloves or something like that. And he was telling me AJ is not as fundamental uh, as Tyson Fury. He's stiff. I understand AJ is stiff, but AJ has more, a lot better technique than Deontay Wilder. He puts his hands together better than Deontay Wilder. He has an underrated defense. Only reason why he probably can hit more by Wilder is that Wilder is a striated individual that allows him to be a lot more explosive and a lot more shifty because he doesn't have a lot of muscle binding him together. That's the only problem AJ would face. But if AJ is able to do what Tyson Fury did with enough power and putting combination I guarantee you, AJ beats Deontay Wilder. AJ is the A side of this equation. No if ands, buts, or maybes. I, I agree. I, I've been saying that from day one that I, AJ is, is a better better fighter, a better boxer who would, would dispatch uh, Wilder. Um, because look at, okay, what's up? No, no. The Hun fight. So I guess Hun and Charlo are going to. Heard. Oh, her, I'm sorry, Hurd. They're gonna, I guess they're going to hook up at some point. Yeah, I, I like Jared Hurd. I like Jared Hurd a lot. He, this is a, a, a cat that fights two ways. Coming up, he was a boxer, kind of puncher. He kind of used, uh, you know, Philly shell to uh, to extent, to effectiveness. If you watch the first fight, I really heard about Jared Hurd when he fought a Brooklyn fighter I'm from New York named Frank Galarza. Uh, he was outboxing. He was outboxing Frank Galarza. He was using the long reach that you see. He has walking Galarza into uppercuts and straight right hands and stopped him. I think in the fifth round. But ever since Heard, uh, you know, won the title against Tony Harrison, he's employed a style of walking people down because, you, as you can see, he's 154 pounds, but he's bigger than all these 154 pounder guys. And I actually talked to Jared Heard. Uh, like infrequently, I was asking him, "How do you make weight? How do you make weight being that big? Because at a hundred, at one hundred fifty-four pounds, there's not a lot of guys that big at all in the history of that weight class. So he has that going for him. But if he fights Jamal Charlo, Jamel Charlo rather, uh, he has to be very careful because Jamel 
just because Jamel has like 16 knockouts, he carries a considerable amount of punch. He's not as he's not as naturally uh, a big puncher as his older brother Jamal in 160, but uh, Jamel has to uh, no no Jared rather has to be really really careful. If Jared goes back to boxing, I think he can uh, win that fight quite easily. Yeah, I got Charlo in that fight with the Eagle I don't I don't blame you, Charlo, because Charlo can box and Charlo also himself has changed his style because Charlo used to be a mover. Charlo used to use around use the ring, use a lot of lateral movement. But ever since uh the uh John Jackson fight, Drew and Jackson's son, he's been walking people down and stopping them. He's a big strong guy too. Both of these guys can move up to one sixty and really do some damage, but I'm telling you, uh, I, I I like Jamal Charlo. I like you know Jared Hurd. It's a toss up on that one. It's depending what Hurd shows up. If Hurd shows up that box against Galarza, I honestly think Hurd beats uh, Jamal uh, Jamal Charlo rather. Yeah. Okay. I, I agree. I agree. But you ha- but you have to watch the uh, Jared Hurd versus Frank Galarza fight to get a full scope because I've been watching that guy ever since that fight. So. You have to watch him because he 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 the he's a, he's a good fighter, man. I like Jared. Very humble, very good, cool kid, man. I like him a lot. Well, no, I I, I agree. Um, getting back to the Wilder, I, I see Wilder. They're gonna make they're gonna let Wilder win the rematch, and he'll go on to fight Joshua. No, they're not gonna have an immediate rematch. Wilder is going to be fighting Anthony Joshua in April. Before the before the. Rematch with a wild uh, Fury. At the end of the day, Fury is a liability to that fight happening due to the skill set he has. If you honestly think Deontay Wilder is going to get into another tough twelve rounds with Fury, you, you're on something. Okay, then my question would be to you: Is why would he fight a more dangerous fighter than Joshua? My opinion, as a, as opposed to to Wilder. Before the Wilder, I mean, before Fury, before the Fury rematch, Fury is a lot more dangerous. Fury just has been out of the ring for um, three years. Think about it: fifty uh, percent Fury took Deontay Wilder, one of the most devastating punches this generation saw, twelve rounds. Sure, he got put on his ass twice, but he still took him all twelve rounds. Imagine if that was the Fury that fought Klitschko. This would have been an easy. 12 round, 121 weight decision going Fury's way. Simple. Think about it. Fury was making a miss. What 6'9, 250, 60 pound fighter is making people miss shifty like that? He's shifty. Making people look, you made him look stupid, dog. I was impressed. I, 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 when Wilder kept missing his overhand rights, he, he missed so badly. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait. Is this the, the guy that everyone's like, oh, this is the guy that the bronze bar we know this, though. We know this, though. We know this. People don't want to accept the truth. We know this. We truly do know this about Deontay. I like Deontay Wilder, man. I like him as a fighter. I like him. I like his story because I remember his story. I remember what he's fighting for. He's fighting for his daughter, that Spina Bifida. And he he's able to he was able to figure out that he had a good punch in a in a very good jab, but at the end of the day, he 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 showed he showed like he can't deal with high level 
quality boxers because Tyson Fury was an elite level amateur. He beat David Price in the amateurs. If you guys don't know who David Price was, he was uh, the 20, 2008 bronze medalist in the uh, heavyweight division in uh, for the UK. No, actually Britain, 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 England. You know, you know what I mean. He beat a lot of guys. He, I think he beat Marine Stavern in the amateurs. He beat a lot of guys in the amateurs. A very skilled guy. He can go orthodox to southpaw. I've been watching this guy for years, man. For years, I've been watching this guy for years, and he's consistently gotten better and better and better and better. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at some of these comments, and they're laughable. One guy, one foo says, Wilder will make adjustments. There's no adjustments he can make. We clearly see that there's a gap in, in boxing skill. And we know, we know <laughs> that, but let's keep, let's keep it real. I'm going to take credence to what that guy said. We got to understand this. Tyson Fury is more skilled than Joshua and Wilder. Is there's no there's no refuting that statement I just said. The reason why I think he might be able to make adjustments that's a lot riding for Deontay Wilder. Because think about it, if he goes to Wembley and stinks up the place and he gets the shit beat out of him, he's never going to be able to live that down. So Mark Breland, I know Mark Breland, uh, former welterweight champ of the world. uh, Tommy Hearns understudy and everything is going to have to really impress on Deontay Wilder. This is what you need to do because at the end of the day, Fury has exposed you for who you are. Unless you are willing to do what I need you to do, you're going to absolutely get embarrassed out there and you're going to make America look bad. <laughs> You're making it. You're, you're you're laughing and everything, but I'm saying. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, every every every, um, I guess every fight that we know was bullshit. It just, I'm just never surprised. It's just like, wow, they really just still doing this dumb shit, like. Yo, son, I watch boxing so much. Last week, last weekend there was a fight against Kalidia Fai. Versus Israel Gonzalez. This was at, contested at Super Flyweight. Israel Gonzalez was a Mexican guy, or I'm gonna just call him the Mule People, the Mexican guy. <laughs> and he and he had outboxed a guy named Cal uh, Yafai. And Yafai, being a British dude, they go to Monaco and everything. And basically, I don't know, Britain and Monaco have some weird relationship in terms of boxing, long story short, the British guy who got outboxed won the fight. He got outboxed. Literally, I was watching that fight. He did not win a round to me. He did not do enough to win any rounds. And Israel Gonzalez, the Mexican guy, the Mexicans, the, oh, they're supposed to be so tough, they walk in, they have no skill, complete nonsense narrative, Outbox the guy who had the better amateur pedigree, and did all the things in the amateurs and got clinically outboxed. You know what happened? He won the fight. So robberies happen all the time. 
but it's the ones, it's the big ones that I have a problem with. I don't care about the, the no names, the lesser names. No, I care, I care about the no names because the bigger ones are always going to have a, always going to have a time to get to that money. Their no names are going to go through millions and millions of punches again. At the end of the day, you gotta, you gotta be cognizant of that fact. It's not fair that these little dudes aren't as charismatic, aren't as you know, you know, this outlandish type of individuals to get to that bag. And not everyone wants to uh, sell themselves like that. Some people just really want to box one new world titles and live a normal life. But in this climate, you can't do that. You're right. You're woke. <laughs> <laughs> they all fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I... I... Uh, what was the last? What was the last major robbery? That, um, last major robbery. Uh, how many can I tell you? Uh, my it, last... The last, the last big one we we saw. I know we talked about it. I'm not going to say it was Tim Bradley versus uh, Mandy Pacquiao. That wasn't a robbery. The first fight, that was a very close fight. So I can see why they scored him that. But a last major, major robbery, major robbery. What, can can- t- Canelo Triple G, the first one. Yeah, that was a robbery. Yep, that was, robbery. That, was, that was stone cold robbery. But I'm happy. Uh, uh, Triple G, uh, you know, Triple G lost because he should have fought Andre Ward. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, my coach, my boxing coach, said, "Oh, Triple G uh, people said he fight anybody from 160 to 168." And I, and I told him, I remember Triple G's handlers saying that when he beat some some guy, we will fight anyone from 160 to 175. And Triple G did not keep good on that promise. But ultimately, Triple G was in the predicament that Earl Spence is in. Nobody at that time wanted to fight him. Nobody, everyone was claiming this excuse, oh, money, money this, money that. And when he had, when he fought Kell Brook, and I don't care what anybody say, Kell Brook took something out of Triple G, and when they saw vulnerability in Gennady Golovkin, then they fought him. That's how they do this, man. You can think about it. Sugar Ray Robinson ducked people. Sugar Ray Leonard ducked people. Uh, Marvin Hagler avoided people. They, they don't talk about the greats avoiding people, too. They don't talk about the greats doing fuck shit, too. And they always say, oh, these young kids this, you young kids that. Marvin Hagler had a mandatory called Hurl Graham. He was supposed to fight Hurl Graham. You know who he fought? He fought John Mugabe. Then he fought I remember Sugar. that. Yeah. He fought John Mugabe and he fought uh, Sugar Ray Leonard and retired. He was supposed to give Hurl Graham that fight. But, hey, you always hear, John, you always hear Marvin Hagler, my guys were this, my guys were that. Hey, That's right. You didn't give Mike McCallum a fight. Mike McCallum didn't call Mike McCallum, yeah, yeah. McCallum was a monster. Yeah, Mike McCallum called Sugar Ray Leonard out, called Tommy Hearns out, called Marvin Hagler out, called Roberto Duran out. None of them fought him. So everyone in every generation is duck people. Let's go back to Sugar Ray Robinson, who everyone holds in high esteem. I think he's one of the greatest fighters of all time. You know, he ducked Charlie Burley. You know, he said, you know what he said? I'm too pretty to fight Charlie Burley. Imagine if Floyd Mayweather said, I'm too pretty to fight Manny Pacquiao. They'd be all over him. They'd be all over him. But these old guys have cognitive dissonance because nobody, nobody ever wants to uh, get their whole card pulled. Pull. But hey. Let me ask you, um, do we see Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford next year? If Earl Spence has stopped talking that uh, side of the street nonsense, we possibly can't see that. 
But I can understand why Earl Spence wants to eat up everybody at PBC because a lot of PBC fighters that they should have been fought already. So I understand that play. But to be quite honest with you, you fight who's out there. And Terrence Crawford wants to smoke. So at the end of the day, he's coming at your crown. Give that man that fight. Let's see who who's who's with it. Come on with it, Earl. He's coming but, you out. Come on with it. I don't, I don't see, think so. I don't see Crawford beating Spence, though. I do. Do you? Reason being, because at the end of the day, everybody talks about being big this, being big that. I like Earl Spence. Earl Spence has good defense. He blocks. He keeps a high guard. He moves his feet and everything. But at the end of the day, I honestly think Earl Spence, Earl Spence has some, you know, deficiencies that Terrence Crawford can deal with. Because Terrence Crawford's a switch header. Terrence Crawford has more dimensions to his game than Earl Spence. I still think Spence is the better fighter. How Spence the better fighter? Who I don't know. I, I I I can't put my finger on it. I, I just can't. I just think he's a better fighter. Okay, who Spence beating? To, uh, to, I, I, to I know. That? I know everything you're going to say. I know all the questions you're going to ask. But for okay. some odd reason, I just feel that if they they lock horns, I see Spence winning the fight. Okay, cool. That's just because that's what you see. Think <laughs> about it. Think about it. Earl Spence has not went up for. Two, uh, three weight classes to win titles at 130, 140, and 147. Look at what Crawford was doing at 140 specifically. Crawford was slave whipping niggas. Slave whipping niggas. <laughs> really beating niggas all the way the fuck up. And at the end of the day, people were saying, oh, uh, Terrence Crawford may not be able to play with Jeff Horn. Remember how uh, aggressive Jeff Horn was? I remember was, that. You know, many I remember that. Yeah. What Terrence Crawford do? What Terrence Crawford do? He was massa. He was Massa. He was the Nebraskan Massa. I remember that. He was young Massa, slave whipping all these white folks. <laughs> Straight like that. Um, mm-hmm. the Charlo brothers, the older one, the bigger one. Yeah, that motherfucker, that motherfucker ain't nothing to be fucking with. I don't see anybody in his division causing him any problems. You bugger. Okay, Danny, who? J- Danny Jacobs is calling Danny Jacobs, okay, 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 okay. Him, yeah. okay, that, is that, that's only one? Is that, is that... Sergey Sergey Davinchenko too. There's people on 160. Uh, Demetrius Andrade. There's people on 160. I think Andrade beats the Charlo brothers. I don't care what anybody says. Andrade is a problem. Andrade's been a problem. <laughs> yeah, I better put some respect on that young man's name. You, you, think people, you think people are avoiding him? Uh, Demetrius Andrade? Yeah. A lot of people don't want to. Yo, dog, people haven't wanted to fight him since 54, dog. Think about it. Demetrius Andrade barely won his title against Vanish Motorosian, and people still didn't want to fight him. He called Arislandi Laura out. He called all those guys out of the day, and nobody fought him. K9 did not fight him. The Charlo brothers did not fight him. There's a whole bunch of people at 154 that did not fight, you know, Demetrius Andrade. So, and Demetrius Andrade moved up to 160 and still bust dude ass. You gotta remember, Billy Joe Saunders failed that drug test. And if Billy Joe Saunders did not fail that drug test, you know what happened? He got that ass bust too. Good points. Good points. Um, so, let's get back to the heavyweight division. Who, say if the rematch is a year off, who would these guys fight in, in, in between time? And we take Joshua out of it. Uh no man, you barked up that tree. Well, you gotta you gotta hold you gotta hold that. He has to fight Joshua because at the end of the day, if not, if, if not, he's ducking Joshua. Then 
and I call it right then and there, right here, right now, on your podcast today, Saturday, December 1st, or now Sunday, December 2nd, that Deontay Wilder will be dusting Anthony Joshua. But if Deontay Wilder wants to fight somebody, I think he should fight like a guy like a Travis Kaufman or somebody who lower, Adam Kanowski or something like that to, to, you know, get a confidence booster because he got outboxed. He got, yeah, he was talking about, oh, I'm going to knock you out. I promise you. I promise you. He still didn't capitalize on those two knockdowns, now did he? Guys, ass bust up. Um, was the ten count? Was that a slow count for you for the the, uh, the knockdown, the second knockdown for uh, Fury? Uh, the ten count was a slow count. I'm, I I'm, hearing, watching, uh, I'm hearing people I'm say well, the count was slow. They gave me an extra the count. Was, it was a slow ten count for uh, for Fury. I'm like, I I didn't see a slow ten count. And people want to make it because he got up. The... I mean, he got up and he wasn't wobbly. Even I was like, God damn, okay, well, shit. Fury has a very good powers of recovery. I just hope Fury just keeps in shape, and I hope Fury just gets back to you know the basics and starts using his offense and defense, like offense and defense and stuff like that. You know, a person that people should watch, young boxers should come coming up. Like I used to watch Juan Manuel Marquez. Simple fighter, incredibly effective, great combination puncher, great puncher, and he put people on their ass. That's what. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, people just want to see flashy shit. Hey, did I lose you? Shit, I lost him. <laughs> I think I lost my. I think I lost my guess. Time Lord, if you're in the building, I sent you a link, bro. I think I lost. Chris, come back. Okay, until he comes back. Um, if if you're a Wilder fan, you should be very disappointed and extremely worried. So many holes in Wilder's uh, fight game. I mean, listen. When a uh, a guy that's taller than you, bigger than you, can make you miss your your uh, your best shots, <clears throat> that's a problem, people. That's a problem. And he missed badly, 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 badly. You're not worried, one fool. You should be. Deontay Wilder will never. He will not go down amongst the pantheon of great heavyweights. He will not. I don't give a fuck what his record is, okay? He's not a great boxer, period, point blank. He's an average heavyweight. If you if we're, if we're talking the great heavyweights, even those not so greats, let's, let's name some average heavyweight champions. We got guys like Riddick Bowe. Riddick Bowe can fight. He could fight, but could Riddick... Could Deontay Wilder beat a Riddick Bow? I don't think so. Could could Deontay Wilder beat a Michael Moore? That's debatable, right? Um, no, I, I I was never impressed with Wilder. I'm not gonna. You're not. There's nothing I've seen from him. 
to convince me otherwise. Yeah, what happened, bro? Yo, that was you, man. It was white supremacy. White man helps hold you back. The white man was holding you back. He's like, he's talking too much, too much, too much common sense, too much sense. Okay, so, so uh, I, what, I, what did I miss? Uh, okay, I, miss? I was saying that uh, Deontay Wilder will never be mentioned amongst the great heavyweight champs. I don't think he's a great heavyweight fighter. Yeah, champion, you're period. To the choir. You are preaching to the choir. Okay, so I named some some less than average heavyweight champs. I named Riddick Bowe. I don't think he, Deontay Wilder could, could beat Riddick Bowe in a fight. Less than average? Riddick uh, Okay, Riddick I'm just saying, <laughs> if, we're, if we're talking upper echelon heavyweight fighters, and then we have, like, your lower pantheon. Yeah, you know well, what I'm saying? Uh, I like Riddick Bowe. I I'm think Riddick Bowe, Riddick Bowe is a monster. When, when, I'm going to hit you with that watch your mouth, because ain't nobody going three fucking fights with Evander Holyfield, and that thing is not nice. You out your fucking go for it. Okay. Um, Deontay Wilder versus a Michael Moore. <laughs> Michael Moore, I think he could win. Michael beat Michael Moore, depending on what Michael Moore shows up. If Michael Moore shows up and he's ready to fight, Michael Moore's on that. Get ass. <laughs> okay. Um, Deontay Wilder versus Hasim Rahman. Ooh, Hasim Rahman was underrated, man. If Hasim Rahman really, I don't know. Hasim Rahman was so underrated. I, I, people people fail to realize he was underrated, but I think Deontay Wilder beats Hasim Rahman. But okay. it would be a tough fight. Deontay Wilder versus Chris Bird. Uh, Chris Bird outboxes him. But, but also, Chris Bird is small, though. He's landing small dudes. So... And we're speculating on the rest of Deontay Wilder's career, but where do you put him at when he's all said and done? Do you, you we even bring him up? Uh, because here's my thing. Deontay Wilder reminds me of, of, of rap niggas now. Like, if they spit some semi-lyrical shit, motherfuckers like, oh my God, you can spit. No, you're in a sea of mumble rappers. So yes, you're going to stand out. You know, you're like okay. a young and May. You put young okay. and May. Young and May uh, amongst the '90s women, she gets lost in the sauce. I know, but okay, it's uh, it's your labels that fucked up the rap music. But let's let's not talk about that. It's your it's your labels and the fuckery that uh, these rap niggas that were perpetuating fucked us up. Let's not get into this, okay? Stop the nonsense. There's a lot of ill rappers out right now, like Big Jenkins. But going back to what you were saying, Deontay Wilder would not be mentioned amongst the greats, not at all. I agree. Is Deontay Wilder a top twenty heavyweight? Okay, why are you why are you putting him so high? Stop the That's high. Oh, I was being nice. Uh, I put him in the top like one hundred fifty. Let's let's put it there. Okay, so we're, in other words, top thirty. Top one hundred fifty. Top forty. Top one hundred fifty. I'm not wow, putting him. You think about it, like think about it. He's tough, you know. He had a chance to fight with Tyler Klitschko. Let me tell you the people he let get title shots or ranking higher than him. Chris Ariola. He beat Chris Ariola later down in his career, and when Ariola was even worse than what he was in 2009. You need to tell me 2009 you couldn't stop Ariola. You mean to tell me you gotta remember Anthony Joshua won his first world title at six. I think his 16th fight, bro. And Anthony, Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder both started boxing relatively late in, uh, late in their lives, around similar ages. Ages. You mean to tell me if 
Anthony Joshua had the uh, opportunity to fight Chris Ariola in 2009 if he was Deontay Wilder, he wouldn't take that fight. Yes, he would have took that fight. Who else? Deontay Wilder could have fought Seth Mitchell. Seth fucking Mitchell. Seth Mitchell, the Michigan State football player. You mean to tell me you couldn't you couldn't stop the Michigan State football player? That was that guy was horrible for American box American boxing, bro. Horrible. This guy could have been for Vitaly Klitschko. Like, think about it. He has Vitaly Klitschko's old title. You mean, yeah. to tell me, you mean to tell me you couldn't fight Derek Chisora in 2012? You mean to tell me you couldn't fight, you know, David Hay? There's a whole bunch of guys that Anthony Joshua would have fought around that time if he would if he was in the Olympics around that time. Complete nonsense. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, oh, Chris. We have a commenter. Jay Mitch. Jay Mitch says, you crazy. Young and May is killing any female rapper from the 90s. My response to Jay Mitch, nigga, sit your dumb ass down. Jay, I want you to do something. Listen to me. <laughs> I want you to listen to me. I want you to cut out your intestines and I want you to wrap it around your neck. <laughs> do, um, do this thing. Cut out your intestines and wrap it around your neck. Yo, let's get, let's talk Let's talk briefly about uh, Adrian Broner versus Pacquiao. Uh, I want Adrian Broner to really win this fight than Pacquiao, but Pacquiao is going to outwork him, beat him up, and potentially rape him. Damn, really? Do you think so? Because I'm rooting for Broner. I'm thinking Broner's going to come in focused and, and really disciplined like he needs to be. And, you know... Sly, Sly, you see that bad... Sly, you see that bag behind you, right? No, Take listen, I be I be on motherfucking Broner's IG. I'm like, this nigga ain't focused on this fight. This nigga play too much. Adrian Broner's gonna get brain damage, unfortunately. He's smarter than all of us. The this, nigga went to college at 16, bro. That's a smart nigga. nigga. Don't want a box. I I just I'm convinced he doesn't want a box. He's just doing this shit because he's a naturally gifted athlete and he's good at it, and it's just and something also, he can do. Also, he saw some shit with fucking with Floyd, and that dude is a real dude, man. You remember when he said, "Yo, uh, like I like I did I did some gay shit and everything, and now he was fucking him up." I'm telling you, after the Maidano fight, he started just you know releasing a lot of information. Why? Why do you think he be beefing with Floyd on and off? I'm telling you, he saw some shit. He saw some shit, bro. He saw some shit. Man. Okay, I, I will give you that, but he's still in the, he's still in the boxing game. So it's the industry, like, you fucking with one, you getting away from somebody in the industry is one thing, but you're still in the industry. But at the end of the day, like you were saying, bro, this industry shit is intoxicating. It is intoxicating. I it's try and drug tell drug. people that, listen, <laughs> I, I get people be like, yo, I'm a, I want to get in so I can expose people and, and all this. I'm like, man, stop. They would, they would. You would be you dead, you would be dead 10 times. You dead and resurrected 10 times before you wake motherfuckers up and expose these people like that. You'll be dead 10 times. You had but bad bullets. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, yeah. I, I tell people, yo, you worry about the wrong thing. Like, if you're you're trying to get in this, be a superstar, then be the best superstar you can be. But you're trying to get in here so you can say you, you were in it to, to name drop and expose people, nigga, they, they see, they'll see you coming a mile away. You'll be dead 10 times before Sunday. Resurrected in anything. I'm not going to, like, uh, when I became, when I wanted to become a boxer and everything, you know what I wanted to do is win, be a world, ti- be a world title holder, 
be legendary and go home. I don't care about these people. I don't fuck with these people. I'm not going to be in your parties. I don't care about what y'all do. I might fuck a couple porn stars here and there just because I just don't want to fuck with these people because when you know the truth of these people, why would you want to be around some shit like that knowing that you can easily get sacrificed and you can be put in situations that you you that that for the rest of your life you can never get out of like you gotta you gotta fuck with these people sparingly like they're like butter butter butter's good but at the end of the day too, too much, much butter, butter exactly it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna clog your arteries yes that is true that is true um i got people saying the draw was the right decision fuck out of here what fight did you see John Spence, Fury, eight or nine rounds of all the yeah, I, yeah. If you're if anyone in the chat, no dispute to anybody in the chat, but if you think Wilder deserved this draw, you don't know fucking boxing. I don't know what the fuck fight you watched. Well sit your ass down. <laughs> this ain't the screen for you. Go sit your ass down and go snort a brick of cocaine to you. Okay? Snort some coke, you know. Um Damn was something okay. else I was gonna ask you. I totally forgot just that quick. Or go watch okay. that mule that what Sly was watching. You stupid. Hey, does Floyd come back for another fight? Uh, I wanted Floyd to fight that Japanese guy, but he copped the wild play. Listen, that, I've seen that Japanese kid. He would have murdered Floyd. You understand? So what? Nah, so what? Floyd, Floyd was talking old greasy shit. I boxed and wrestled a little Chris, bit. I like that. I like that. Nah, Floyd. That little, that little K-pop nigga would have murdered Floyd <laughs> in four rounds. You understand me? And I'm a Floyd, and I'm a Floyd fanatic. I know that little, did, that little Korean pop star, little nigga, little, little with his little nice haircut, would have beat Floyd's ass all, the, all through that fucking rain. I'll get down, I'll get down. I'll just slay with his fuck ass. But yo, when, when you talk that, that I'm, I, I'm, I'm God shit. Like you know, you talk that LL Cool J in too deep. I'm God shit, nigga. So you gotta show proof. Niggas called your whole card and some niggas, some cheeky guy niggas who probably needs glasses because he can't see naturally that good. Oh, called you no, out no, <laughs> and you no, didn't want to fight. <laughs> no, I, I think I, I, I think someone sent him some footage and be like, this ain't the dude for you. Nah, Floyd Twat. Floyd Twat. I don't hear that. Floyd's Twat. Floyd is Twat. Floyd Twat. Do you see him taking a fight though? Any, any, any chance coming back in next no, year? No, no. Floyd... <laughs> Floyd just embarrassed himself. Like if he if he if he don't run that Japanese nigga his fade, my nigga, I don't want to watch him fight. No, nobody, nobody, not a soul. Yo, let me uh quick, uh, Paul. I sent you the link, Paul. I sent you two links, bro. Uh, okay, did you watch the Tito Ortiz chuckle? Uh, chuckle yeah, that shit was funny. <laughs> that shit was funny. That was funny. But you got to understand, bro. Chuck Liddell in his prime beats Tito up all the time. We've seen it twice. Uh, we've seen it twice. You're right. We've uh, seen it twice. And Tito was bad back then. Tito was Tito. Like, Tito was murdering motherfuckers. And he used to like that with definition. He's taking niggas down and giving niggas their food. <laughs> I, I remember because uh, I had a friend used to fuck with uh, Tito or when he was Tito. And, okay. uh, Tito was bad. But that just yeah. goes to show how much bad a Chuck Liddell was, you know, painted toenails and everything. But yeah. that fight, dog. Uh, Super gay, by the way. Super gay. I, I, but watching that, that fight. Um, Tito, he got his revenge. But let, let's look at it like this. Tito 
he was always he, he had okay stand-up skills that allowed him to survive he had basic stand-up skills the thing is what made Tito what he was is those basic stand-up skills coupled with the fact that he was an incredible wrestler incredible one of the best wrestlers ever but the thing is if we look at Chuck Liddell in his prime wrestler himself why do you think he was stuffing takedowns and not getting, you know, submitted? That was a great wrestler, man. If Chuck Liddell, if Chuck Liddell really wanted to take his game to the next level, if he would have put on trap, uh, slapped on some submissions on dudes, Chuck Liddell would be legendary. Chuck Liddell is legendary due to what he did with his hands and feet, bro. And he's one of the best kickboxers too. Chuck Liddell, he hit you with a head kick, you're gone. And he only hit people with head kicks infrequently. He 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 he's like Shaq to me, Chuck Liddell. Chuck Liddell only used, you know, think about it. Chuck Liddell and Shaq only use thirty percent of their gifts to be, to get where they're at. Um, let's let's take a minute to troll real quick. Remember that little issue I had with Mike Rasheed? Yep. And remember he meant he made a comment about Tyson Fury because I said something about he's too big and bulky, whatever. Huh? And um, he said, "Well, I'm, what am I supposed to look like, to Mike Rasheed?" Or you know, so I'm sort of look like Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury would beat the living shit out of him. Stop the nonsense. But my, I ain't gonna front you. That 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 one thing I, I've toasted you. Mike looks sharp, bro. I I I, I, I stand by that. And sharp. in the words of Bolo, uh, pads don't hit back. We know pads don't hit back, but at the end of the day, bro, it's it, it's hard, like you know, to you know, on Every, focus and stuff like everybody that. Everybody looks sharp on the pads, bro. Even Kevin Hart. Looks sharp on the pants. No, he looks ungainly, not coordinated. He looks disgusting. Stop the nonsense. You don't think you want to see improvement in Kevin Hart's boxing? I don't watch Kevin Hart's boxing. I'm just waiting for him to sacrifice his children. No, but you you don't you don't see his little boxing thing. You don't think he's gotten better? Yeah, he's cool. He's cool. He's cool. He's cool. He's cool. But at the end of the day, I'm happy, bro. He didn't sacrifice one of his children. Oh. Let's not get into that. Let's stick to boxing. Do you think Dude, Kevin Hart? Do you think Kevin Hart can fight? You think he can whoop somebody's ass in a fight? Uh, is somebody his size? Yes, but like, like <laughs> if I, I'm serious, I'm, <laughs> I'm serious. If I were to ever, if Kevin Hart ever were to really step up to me, do you not understand? I would like literally try to kill him just all off the strength. He's Kevin Hart, and I, and at the end of the day, I've been boxing for all my life. Not damn it, all my life. The majority of my life, I've been boxing. So just off strength of that, I would have to try to kill him. <laughs> so, let me ask you about your boxing um, history career. So are you going to get back into it? Or are you just too, you know, or is it... I'm, I'm, are you try, just, I'm trying. Are you... Like, people don't understand this, like, this life shit. Like, you know, once high school left and life punched me in my mouth, bro, I didn't realize life really hit that hard. Life has a mean right hand, bro. Life will t- life takes you all all over places. But I'm trying, you know. After I get my, uh, you know, my associates from Nassau, I, you know, find get back into the gym because I'm planning to work at a law firm and, uh, you know, get more time for myself after that. Good deal. Because I, I was I was worried that you you become disenfranchised with the sport that you love so much. Now, I'm not disenfranchised with it. I'm just looking at for now. Like you know, when you are heavily engrossed into something, and you and you and you, you you take time to step back from it and see what it really is. Dog, 
I ain't gonna lie to you. I wasn't as ready as I thought I was. I knew I knew I I was going to, I was getting better, but to be where to be where I wanted to, I had to keep getting better and keep getting better exponentially every day. But I was getting better gradually. But you know, at the end of the day, I understand what what my mom did, and I I don't blame her any that any any more for that because at the end of the day, man, life happens for a reason. And I'm never going to get this franchise with the sport because, dog, at the end of the day, I throw my hands every day. Every day. I work on my craft every day. Literally. Shit. Shit. Um, let's, let's talk to Paulie now. What's Paul? Why, 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 why is he fucking. Paul, oh, uh, are you here, Paul? Paul. Paulie. Paul. Paul. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. My, my man. My man from the. <laughs> Across the pond. My nice man. to talk to you. I haven't spoken to you in such a long time, man. Well, give us an update. How you been, bro? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I keep on following you and everything like that. But most importantly, Fury was robbed. And remember, ages ago when the fight was announced, I told you he was going to win. Yeah, I agree with you, Paulie. Where so, you from, I mean, I'm, I'm a bit late to the stream. So, what happened? What's your point of view, Sly? And, um... Oh, we agree that this, it was a draw. bullshit. Like, Fury from, from round one to... Twelve. I mean, it was a clear dominating fight on his on his behalf. I only reason I say they gave uh, Wilder the draw is because they would rather see a Wilder um, Joshua fight as opposed to a Fury Joshua fight. I, I believe this is their way of protecting him to get to Joshua. I could be wrong. You saw? Go ahead. No, that's why I, I was saying that was that was their. I think that was their way of protecting Wilder. Clearly, he was out. He was outboxed in, in this in this fight. I mean, from what I could see of the actual fight, Wilder, he basically has got the right hand, and he just looked lost. He's like, "Okay, I'm gonna knock him out. I'm gonna knock him out. I'm gonna knock him out." And there's no plan B, C, or D. And Fury, basically, from the time of the fight and the promotion, he literally t- t- told you what he was gonna do. He was gonna outbox him, and he he got a bit kind of like cavalier and a bit bit cocky and that's obviously the reason why he definitely got knocked out in the um last round because he could have just danced for the loss of the um, three minutes and he could have won it knock down knockout and knockdown is two different things you gotta understand that Paulie. I, I think the first knockdown was not it was a, it was it was a grazing blow to the back of the head and yeah. he lost his equal he, he lost his balance yeah okay he definitely i mean he looked he got knocked spark out in the last round though and rose and, back up like God like, saved him, boy. God saved him. God was in his corner. Like Jesus on the third day. He's yeah, oh, Lazarus, oh. man. Some biblical <laughs> stuff. That's why I feel if you're built for all of it, though. He took he his best shot. He took his best fucking shot and got up like the Undertaker. And what do you do? You know. But it felt like we was watching Rocky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yo, it was. Yeah, it Paul, was. Paul, you were yeah. to be Cavalier. Think about it. He was uh, Deontay was searching for that right hand, and Deontay wasn't wasn't landing that right hand. We knew Deontay was gonna look stupid. I'm telling you, AJA at Wembley is crucifying this stick figure from Alabama. He's crucifying him. 
That's why he don't want to go over there. He don't want to get slave whipped. He don't. He doesn't want to get absolutely taken apart. Because he would get taken apart by Anthony Joshua. There's the reason why Anthony Joshua keeps dismissing him. Anthony Joshua is watching you. He's watching every little fucking move you make. And Joshua's going to absolutely destroy him. Well, l- let me tell you something. The only thing I can see Joshua being, you know, quite annoyed with is, uh, you know, uh, Wilder's talking. Joshua's not a good verbal, verbal combatant at all. So that might give him, you know problems but no don't no um don't don't underestimate the fact that ag is kind of like easy gung and stuff like that he's from the streets of london and hey when when the time gets tough and he needs to talk he can talk so don't think he, he don't think of him as a pushover and he's easy and more importantly i mean i'm talking about like street i'm talking about shit talking and and like street talking he's he he can when he if he needs to be he can get rid of that clean cut image that you might CD so we can dispel this. So we can dispel the, the the myth that people think that Joshua is scared because I never believed he was scared no. of Wilder to fight because they no. didn't agree to the terms of the first fight. I, I never thought he was. I don't see it. I don't see him being fearful of, of Wilder at all. Or people you know, not in the slightest. Right, and people people argue me. Oh, you scared? You want to? You want to try to fight? You want to? I'm like that ain't got nothing to do with him. Nothing, nothing. Like he's he he knows he's a better fighter than than Wilder. Clearly, yeah, you know, it's, it's confidence. And um, from the fight with um, uh, Wilder and Fury today, it just to- tells you that um, Wilder doesn't have the fundamentals of the basics of boxing. Basically, I'm a one hit guy, and that's it. If I can't hit you, I have no other plan. Where how's he gonna proceed on, and go? Please, guys, and anybody listening, Wilder's been active, Fury's been out literally, basically. Um, off the planet for two years and he comes back has two dodgy kind of like tune-up fights and then this is what he produces imagine what he's going to be like in a rematch thank you <laughs> thank you you can think about it his last real fight was against the real champion two bums no his, la- no his last real fight was against Vladimir Klitschko I'm yeah not I'm not talking about Pianetta Pianetta fought Klitschko so you can't call Pianetta a bum because he was the world title challenger so you gotta you gotta give him that but that other guy was completely trash. This guy mm. be two, two got a faded world title challenger and some bum, and absolutely outbox and outclass a fucking Deontay Wilder. I can't wait for Hatman to uh, expose to like talk about this. And back to what I was saying about Anthony Joshua. You remember when uh, Anthony Joshua was talking to Coogan Cassius on IFL TV about Dill- Dillian White? Yeah. He said, oh. Yeah, you said like, yeah, I'm a fucking animal. He, yo, I'm telling you, yeah, I'm telling you, he's a dark motherfucker, bro. Yeah, don't let the um clean cut image fool you. It's all PR. So, Paul, what part of uh, uh England uh, England are you from, bro? I'm from London, bro. London. So, yes. the the Brexit. What's what what is going on with Brexit? Is it so? Has it is it happening? Is it in transition? I, I, I'm, I'm so lost right now. And I, Simply I, I put, Sly, simply put, um, the people voted to get out of Brexit. And simply put, the way I can break it down to you is you basically being in a, in a divorce and you literally have all the cards and you're basically surrendering for whatever reason. And simply put, from my opinion, it's kind of like you don't get a fox to guard a hen house. And that's what our prime minister is. She was actually a Remainer. 
So you can't put a Remainer or somebody who wants to stay in Europe to do, um, try and negotiate anything for you. You're not going to get the result. And the result that we have, simply put, is a poor deal. And simply put, we want the people that want to leave, um, just, you don't want a poor deal. It's basically, you want a, a good deal or no deal. And at the moment, the majority of the people want a no deal. But she's playing a game where she wants to, um, it's, you can't, a, a, a servant can't serve two masters. You're either in or you're out. And she wants to make both sides happy. You can't make both sides happy. And from what I can sense, her um, conservative government are going to basically potentially turn on her. If the UK people are lucky, we'll get a new prime minister soon. And um, because Europe, Europe is just basically um, calling all the shots and uh, making the UK look like making um, the UK look like we have no power, and we're like the fourth biggest economy in the world. Uh, uh, Paul, I got to ask you a question about Brexit. So, is it is it the fact that you know the uh, Brits don't want to have to deal with the euro? Uh, Euro currency, and they just want to go no. back to their time. Sorry, I don't, I don't even know your name. Your name is sorry. My name is Chris. Chris, I, I, I was, I'm late to the stream, so I didn't get to see the introductions and stuff like that. Chris, simply nice put, to meet you. It's, uh, nice to meet you. It's simply put, and for slime everybody else, simply put, we're in a relationship that's not working. And when you're in a relationship that's not working, you say, you know what, we're going to, if you've got kids, you're going to be mutual, you're going to be cordial, we're going to still have to do business, but we want sovereignty, we want to rule ourselves. That's simply what Brexit is. Oh, okay. It was an experiment for 40 years that didn't work. If you can see how Europe as a whole, the European project is basically, it's falling apart. Why would you want to be in a speeding wreck that's crashing? You want to get out, you want to jump ship. And that's simply what we want to do. We want our own independence. We understand that being geographically in Europe, you can still have to do business, but we want to trade with the rest of the world. The rest of the world economies, US and AA and stuff like that, we're already trading with them, but our hands are kind of tied behind our back because we've got to follow European rules and laws. We want our own independence. We are still you want to do business with Europe and still trade, but we want to get out there and um, self-determine for ourselves. And so you just want, sorry to cut you off. So you just want to be your own entity. And due to European, European, it's not that we don't want to be our own. We are our own entity, but we want full control. We want full hands on the wheel, rather than kind of like letting. Shit. Tom, what was what's happening, man? <sighs> Fucking stomach flu got me all I'm all fucked up. I'm all fucked up. Nairo was hey, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? I'ma let it fill up a little bit before I, I dive in. So how was you guys this Christmas? Yeah, me too. Me too sick. Natasha's going around. Paul Smith, what's happening? What's happening, big dog? 
Shogun, hey, hey, hey. My daughter has strep. Jeez. Well, let me start complaining, man. I had tipsy Christmas. That's. I'm glad you did. That's good. You seen the preview of the movie Us? Yes, I have seen it. It looks good. It looks good. I'm. I want to see more than anything. Bright Boy. Has anyone seen a preview for Bright Boy? That has my full attention. It's like uh, the kid almost. It's almost like a Superman. Uh, a Superboy Prime uh, vibe to it. I'm stoked for that. I hope it's. I hope it's decent. But yeah, us looks interesting. I, I'm already seeing, you know, the whole doppel, doppelganger um, theme. You know, like um, them being tethered to your other self or you know the dark side of yourself. So I can I kind of see that vibe off off the top of the trailer. Daughter woke up 2 a.m. ER Christmas night. Jeez. Yeah, the sickness shit is really going around like really really bad. So just a cold. That's a hell of a cold. The trail. Hey, we're going, we're going to go. We're going to go. Young Pharaoh's boule for you too. Hey, man. I, Paul, I'm already knowing. Man, that little nigga. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Wow. I, I've never heard such disrespect. I've never heard the levels of disrespect. Oh my God! You know what? You have a hard time trying to convince me why a grown person would even would even get in anything out of that young dude. You know, but it is what it is. Warriors, Celtics, and Finals. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Ray Ray Gaming, what's happening? India, hey, what's happening? Trying to, clearly, Salam. This ain't this ain't the way to do it. But unfortunately. This is what we do, you know. Our people do. We'll do anything for for attention. All the nonsense. Um, sad, 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 sad. All right, so let me go in. I'm not gonna waste too much more time. So, I didn't know about this Betty Shabazz uh, infidelity letter that Malcolm wrote to the to the minister. I didn't know she was out there like that. This is my first time finding out about this letter. <laughs> I didn't know. Y'all, when I say I did not know, I did not know. And apparently, the reason why the grandson set her ass on fire in the house is because he found out what happened. Nigga. Y'all, I did not know this shit. I did not know this for the life of me. And I, I feel bad because I'm so behind on knowing this shit, right? Yeah. Once the grandson found out that Betty was wilding, he set her ass on fire. <laughs> so, the letter goes, uh, he's writing the minister because... It was her and I think John's wife. Him and him, his wife and Betty were like in collusion because they were mad about their living conditions and arrangements. They wanted more money. They wanted bigger cars, bigger house. So remember that scene in Malcolm X 
when she was like, you know, Brother Baines is getting all this money. Why aren't we getting money? That was part, that was alluding to the letter, right? Then he writes in the letter to the minister. She says that I don't satisfy her in bed. She's going to go out and get satisfaction somewhere else. She says he can't keep up. He can't last too long. I, okay, see, Tom, I didn't even know about all this shit, bro. I didn't know. Betty messing with the bodyguard. Wow. Fuck Betty Shabazz, man. That's some fucking foul shit. That's some foul ass shit. I didn't, Time Lord brother, I did not know. I did not know. Someone texted me. Wrong, wrong time to text me. Chance, what's happening? Yeah, Natasha, that shit. I did not know y'all deeply deeply bothered by this I don't even know what to think I'm just like wow she really doing my mans like that as if the man had enough pressure in his life already King of Maya what's happening wow wow doesn't matter the height the theater just don't wait wait, wait. just don't stop everyone knocking boots pretty much pretty much I mean, you know me, I'm not, I'll, I ain't waving no monogamy flag. I won't do that. And this don't really help the situation at all, especially when, you know, you are a righteous brother and you're doing everything you're supposed to do by your people and your wife is doing this to you behind your back. Um, yeah, I was deeply disturbed by reading the letter. It was pretty bad. I mean, but, you know, in 1960s terms, you know, you can get the kind, you have to read through his context of it. Peace, Baba. What's going on, uh, Big Dog Elder? So you have, when you read the letter, like I said, it's different context. You have to kind of really read between the lines of the, of the letter. Big Lynn, uh, I'm fighting stomach flu, but I'm I'm here. So I didn't go to work, but I'm on YouTube. Go figure, right? The older people hide. They sure do. Yeah, yeah. You never saw the the her boyfriend, your grandmother's boyfriend's boots underneath the bed. I get it. Elder, the old folk hid their shit very, very well, and they were they were respectful. But you know, this just kind of—it's like, come on, it's it's Malcolm. You know, everyone has a, a soft spot for Malcolm, and um, you know, that's one of those things. I, you know, you had he just sold out, would it, he probably would have been? He probably clearly would have lived a lot longer. Probably would have had a better, a bigger impact had he just sold out or compromised himself to a certain degree. So, I, I what you said, I have no issue with what he, how he lived his life. But you know, like if your wife is giving you all this grief, either why didn't he just divorce the woman? But I get it, different culture, different times. You got an image to protect. I get it. Who wants to think Michael? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's 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 terrible. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want that narrative in my head, you know. Um, damn, that's pretty much it. That's it. That was it. It's like ten minutes in, and I'm already done with the damn story. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Ten minutes in, and I'm done with the damn story. Where are these men now? Unless they're a planet where I I agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, shit. I would listen. I wouldn't have been mad if Malcolm just compromised himself, not in that way, but in other ways. 
You know, because who knows how great of an impact he would have had had he been lived to, you know, 60, 65, 70 years old, you know? So, DD1, what's happening? Where can you find a letter? The letter's online. I found it online. I downloaded it. So, I'm going to make another video about the letter itself and just read the letter verbatim. So, you can get the context of what he was saying um, and how, you know, they talked back then regarding infidelity and stuff like that. So, as soon as I get done with this... I'm going to pull up the letter and we're going we're to read this motherfucker together like we did in first grade, you know. Um, I do not like green eggs and ham. We're going to read it together like that. <laughs> yeah, but yo, I, I that's crazy. I didn't know. I didn't know. What do you think about young Pharaoh? This, elder. Duh. You said everything. I, you said it. Like, it's. I have no words for that young dude. I have no words for a young dude. And then on top of that, why why all of a sudden does he want to take his shirt off during his little live streams? Now, I, just bear with me, right? I remember I did a video like a, two years ago, right? And my wife was like, don't ever do a, a video with your shirt off. And all, all you can see is like the top of my traps and my neck, right? And she said, don't do that because it's not the women that are watching you. It's the men. And I was like, ooh, shit, yeah, huh. Good point. And I've never done a video. Or even the one video I did about the Vegas shooting, when I clearly was in the bed, people were like, dude, you look like you're naked in the bed. I'm like, I was not naked in the bed. I didn't have a t-shirt on. For those that remember the, 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 the Las Vegas shooting. And so, no more. So now, all of a sudden, the last five, six streams he's done on, on Instagram, he's always shirtless. But this is the same behavior you were mocking Nature Boy for. You know? So, uh, he, I, you know what the sad thing is? I look forward to when a motherfucker really exposes this nigga. Like, I mean, just opens his fucking casket. I look forward to the day. It may take some time, but when it happens, I will rejoice. I know it's not the, not the, the PC thing to say, but I will rejoice when that nigga, whoever that nigga is, exposes this nigga's complete uh, closet full of skeletons, you know? He, he's a little, he thinks he's a little, a little badass because he does a little MMA shit, man. Somebody needs to humble that dude physically and, and, and spiritually. That nigga needs a humbling. He's like an out-of-control little badass kid that needs an ass whooping because his daddy wasn't there. This is, and this is what it sounds like. He didn't have a daddy. So I could... I could be wrong, but let let me guess. He's he's from a single mother. I'm gonna guess young Pharaoh was raised by a single mother, right? <laughs> Someone fact check me if the little nigga was raised by a single mother. <laughs> Cause this is how little single mother ran niggas act without male discipline. You know, he can't go five minutes. Without saying a curse word. You know, he's... Oh, I seen the exchange between him and the dude in the live. About the dude was trying to explain to him what the Baphomet meant. And he was like, nah, he's trying to overtalk the dude, cussing the dude out. Yada, yada, yada. I was just like, this little nigga's gone. Gone. If you're a 40-year-old person and you follow this dude, it might be time that you you, you might have to start shopping around for somebody else to, to get your information from. You know? Yo, cats order the meats to drop the karate cat. Oh, man, listen. Listen. 
yeah, you, you, that little Muay Thai shit he be doing in the ring, nah, bro, if I get you on the ground, I'm gonna I'm snap a tendon, I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break a bone, I'm gonna hurt you, that little dude walking around like he's the biggest thing, on, that's okay, somebody out there is waiting for him, that's how I look at it, you know, everyone thinks they're Billy Badass, till they meet fucking Billy Badass, but uh, his behavior, man, extremely erratic, um, this YouTube shit, clearly it's a cult of personality i've said it before we all to some degree suffer from it at some point it is an ego booster like no other you know and that's the slippery slope especially when you put yourself out here as the one you know when you're out here calling yourself the one to debunk and challenge everybody and every religion and let me say this real quick i'll tell you one thing he will never go at i'll tell you one thing he will not want to debate is Horace Butler. Now, why am I saying Horace Butler? Because Pharaoh's whole argument was that Egyptians did do nothing gay, had nothing gay about their doctrine, none of no gay shit, and none of their hieroglyphs. Aha! If you read the book, When Rocks Cry Out by Horace Butler, this man laid it out, the whole thing about Khan. Now, I'm paraphrasing, but apparently... Okay, for those that my name is the my name is the one some people call me the funky star. <laughs> I'm gonna get into LeBron in a minute. So economic empowerment is a white man's idea, basically. Basically, shoot, what's happening? Uh, okay, so the story goes that I believe it was somebody sodomized Heru, right? Might have been Khan. Okay. Someone please fact check me on my on my commission Egyptology shit. So Khan was Heru's uncle, right? And then Khan sodomized Heru. Or somebody sodomized Heru. Heru went to his mother, right? And then somehow Khan got involved. And because Khan got involved, he said, hey, keep it a secret. Hence, you get the word conspiracy from the god Khan, K-H-O-N. I'm paraphrasing, but it went something like that. And he, you know, in his book, he flat out shows there was some homosexual shit going on in Egypt. Now, my next point would be, if we are the original people, if we are the original God and devil, light and dark, yada, 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 you mean to tell me there were no Egyptian, Comitian, Atlantean, Lemurian homosexuals running around somewhere? If we are the end-all, be-all, if we are the original, if we are the blueprint, I find it hard to believe there was no homosexual activity at all. Now, do I like the idea of it? No, I do not. But... Like I said, if y'all going to hold us to this pedestal of we did everything first, well, logic tells me we did that first too. Curious world, what's going on, big dog? What's happening? What's happening? Beautiful family, by the way. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in and out. Got it. I saw a good show. It's all good. That's just naive. Of course, there. CDD1, that to me, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. You always. It's too easy to put the blame on the Greeks and the Romans. 
they just indulged in it and engaged in it more than everybody else. They relished it in it. That's cool. But if we're the original drug addict, but you focus on them because they do opioids, well, but we're the original problem, the source of the problem to a certain extent. We're the, we're the, we're the original problem and cure, right? So I, 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 he'll never ever mention Horace Butler's name out of his mouth. Never, never, never. Not when it comes to the whole Egypt homosexual thing. Because that man laid the shit out. I got to go back and read the book and actually find a, the particular story itself because I'm paraphrased the hell out of that story. I messed it up somewhere. But Khan is involved. K-H-O-N. He's involved in the whole Heyru getting sodomized. And that's where you get the word conspiracy from because he told everybody to keep the shit quiet. He made everybody take a vow of silence to a certain extent. So, um, yeah, his whole thing that it couldn't, it, it came from Greeks and Romans, like, nah, nigga, it, it, that ain't, don't even make no damn sense. Okay. So, um, this is what happens with, you know, jailhouse scholars. They get locked up and, and, and you know, whatever the case, and then they come out with a, with a mystical, magical degree. Right, and then when he first came out, the kid was on fire. Like he had the pure light about him, but now this thing has been corrupted. You know, all I, I see more and more jewelry on this dude. Remember this when this dude first came out, no jewelry at all. Now this thing got big ass bracelets and chains and shit. You know, he used to be kind of, kind of more of the humble tip. Now this, his mouth is real reckless. And what's up with the whole tongue thing? Why does he always stick his tongue out? What is what? What program is that? I want to know who, who are you trying to trigger sticking your tongue out like that? That bothers me. I don't want to watch no man when he's talking stick his tongue out like nigga. Some ain't right. I don't want to watch. I don't want to see that shit. That's why I don't watch the little nigga. I can't take the little nigga serious. You know, all five feet, two of them, two inches of him. You know what I'm saying? Salome, that's he's on something more than weed. You know, same shit George Clinton was on. See, something, 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 right? And then, and then, you know, yeah, Prince old male fucking Betty Shabazz, man. She's out here horning around. <laughs> She's out here horning around on Malcolm. Malcolm trying to save black people. And Betty in the background, <laughs> slutting it up. Um, You know, the little nigga, the little forehead got a little, little acne bumps. I'm like, <laughs> wait, 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 right, right. It was one time, uh... <laughs> I think I think uh, me and Black Jewel we were having a conversation. I said, "This nigga, this nigga, his forehead, all these bumps. Like, how how are you this 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 super intellectual and you know all about the body and shit, but you got these huge acne bumps, like you're 16. <laughs> and I mean, huge acne bumps. And he's out here taking pictures of his locks, freshly done. I'm like, nigga, you should have airbrushed them." Them bumps out your face, man. <laughs> he looks, them shits look bad. You know what I mean? Like, come on. This is this this is another point. This is another point I'm, I, I want to make. When I see people that talk about the human condition, the human body, but your body doesn't reflect your teachings. You know, like the 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 the, 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 the fat nigga with the with the, with the light bulb on and his tattoos on his face, the little Derek Grace nigga. Okay, I can't take you serious because you don't take your body serious. That's not being vain. That's not being narcissistic. 
It's really, that's not even an ego thing. If you don't take care of the temple, I can't take you serious about everything else because you don't take your temple serious. That's the first thing you should work we work on is, is you should focus on self. Before you can tell anybody about anything, you have to focus on self. That's internally, externally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, all that. Well, who am I talking about? Oh, wait a minute, curious. <laughs> it's the, yeah, I'm all around the world with this one, bro. It's this dude. This nigga got a whole face load of tattoos. Has a light bulb like right here. This nigga got the eye, the eye of Horus right here. And then he's like, he's like, yeah, you shouldn't touch a book by its cover. I'm able to do this because I what? A, that's great, man. But back here in the real world, nigga, we look at you like a fucking goofy. I'm sorry. You can listen. You can come with all the knowledge of the universe, nigga. You you look like a damn fool. I, it just is what it is. Come on, y'all. Look, I'm I'm all for not judging a book by its cover. You know what I'm saying, nigga? You're not in shape. You you borderline obese. You got a face full of tattoos. That's great. You teach your kids how to shoot guns. That's awesome. But guess what? Your message is getting lost in the sauce to a lot of other people that you could have reached had you not had a face full of tats. It, it, it's really that simple. So if I have a message that I want to get out to the people, I'm not going to see if, And this, this is the first thing you see. This is the first thing you see. I need to be on point with my shit. I need to be on point. Because if I'm not, if I'm not, if I'm not walking what I'm talking, then, you know, niggas going to be like, okay, I hear you, but I hear you, but you know, nigga, you have a light bulb on the side of your face. Who are we kidding? Who and 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 you take pictures with porn stars, talk about shifting the paradigm, and it's kind of hard for me to take you serious. And you hang out with them them pill niggas, you know. I can't take you really, really, really that serious. Uh, you know the little fat nigga I, I talking this one, little Dare Grace. I have no issue with the dude, but don't try to convince the rest of us that getting a face full of tats is like freeing you of. Of physical bondage or some shit. It was one weird thing he did. He was in a uh, tattoo probably getting get another face, face tattoo, and he was like, "I'm free of something, something. I'm not here with the. I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna have shackles on me, nigga. That shit works for you. You look like you need to be in a circus, okay? Seriously. Save and sanctify. What's happening? That's how I felt when I seen Shaka Most. I was like, this nigga got a ponytail and eyeliner. <laughs> Hey, I'm not here to, if you get a face tattoo and you're able to sustain yourself outside of the, the normal working narrative and, and, and nine to five-ness, like if, you, if you're if you a tattoo artist, I'd expect a tattoo artist to have a face full of tattoos. That's his work. That's what he does. What I don't expect is a nigga trying to enlighten me about in-home banking with a face full of tattoos. Nigga, you have a face full of tattoos and you want to teach me about how the banks screw me over. I can't take you serious, sir. Even if you're even even if your information is spot on. You could you could be right 100% of the time, but I'm looking at you like really? You know? So, I'm not I wouldn't try to confuse the people and make the people make it even harder for, for my message to get out if the visual is distracting. That's all I'm saying. Dogman X, what's going on, dog? Peace, 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 peace. I'm just saying, if the visual, if the this is the first thing you see, and if this shit is off, people are going to be like, ah, no. No. 
No. You know? No. Am I from New York? No. That that's just that's 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 what that's my point of view. That's my opinion. I'm not saying I'm right, but I'm saying I'm I, I'm thinking if you're trying to reach everyday working class people, right? You're trying to get them to break the bonds of of what they've used to be taught, and you come looking like this, it's kind of hard for me to take you kind of serious, bro. You know. So that, that just that maybe I'm tripping. Michael Watts was having not getting notifications. Ah, you know, that's YouTube. That's what YouTube is good for. That's what YouTube is good for. So, um, now, now like I said, I ain't hit a diss nobody, but come on, man. It's like, I can't take, it's hard for me to take you serious. I'm not a highly judgmental person in that regard. There's other ways I'm, I'm judgmental. Trust me. But, you know, I'm old enough to know, okay, let me at least, let me, let me hear him out. I'm to that point in my life now, as I've gotten older, I'm like, okay, you look crazy, but I'm going to hear you out. Most people probably don't have the time to even want to even waste to hear you out. If you come to them looking crazy, what what was the famous um, uh, story that Bill Cosby said on, on the Cosby show? I'll never forget this shit. He was talking to Theo. It was about presentation. He said, I, I have two steaks. One steak on a plate and one steak on a garbage can. Which one are you going to pick? They're both perfectly good steaks. There's nothing wrong with the steaks. Just one's on a plate. The other is on a garbage can. Bill Cosby taught us that one. Presentation is everything. And we live in the world of visualization, right? So if you're on a platform and it's based off visual visualization... So I get it. You probably want to create a shock factor and get people talking about, ooh, why does he do that? If that's your segue to lead into your message, I get it. But for the most part, for regular people, and you asking people to change their thought patterns, I need you, you, you that shit, you lost me with that. You're not, gonna, you're not, you're, you're, you're not, you're not. You're just, you're just not. They're going to look at you like you're crazy. You know? You know, you, you, you're giving older folk another reason to write off the young kids. You know, a guy like my dad's going to look at you like you a goddamn fool. I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. I don't want to hear what you're talking about. I don't care if you're right. That's how, that's the problem. People can be like, I don't care if you're right, but you look like a damn fool. <laughs> Pan on the birdcage. <laughs> oh, oh, the, uh. Yeah, man. I mean, shit. Fuck it, is. Amanda Hay, kind of like talking about black talk about wearing a white woman's wig. Yeah, yeah, something like that. You live in Vermont. That's that's East Coast. It's a very tiny, tiny state, right? Vermont's pretty small. Disrespect wolves, ass whoopings. I mean, yeah, I mean, hey, man, like I said, everyone find their own niche, rock with it. Ah, 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 white supremacy, white supremacy. My bad, my bad. It's white supremacy. So, where am I from? Man, I'm from Earth. You ask a lot of questions, man. I'm from, I'm from where I need to be. <laughs> Shit. You make my head itch. You make me nervous asking all these goddamn questions. <laughs> Shit. Jones Bones had another positive test fight this weekend. 
He's done. Listen, I love John Jones. I think he's the he could have been the greatest next to Anderson Silva above GSP. But for whatever reason, he ain't doing what they want him to do. If he's hey, listen, when's the last time you heard a fighter test positive and they let him fight anyway? When is that when does that even make sense to anybody that's fought professionally amateur? If you test positive for something, they don't let you fight. Where do they let you fight when you still test positive? John Jones is done. I love John Jones. DC is trash. I will never recognize DC as a as a pound for pound great if anything until he beats John Jones twice. He needs to beat John Jones twice for me to even have a conversation about Daniel Cormier. Daniel Cormier is nowhere near Jones's talent level. Nowhere near. Uh, I see the John McAfee video of the hydrogen. No, I didn't. I didn't. The guy asking for where you're coming for Derek Grace. He's coming for you. Hey, curious. I'm here for all of the smoke, my brother. I'm here for the nonsense. There's nothing a nigga with a light bulb on his face can tell me. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing a nigga with a light bulb can tell me. Brock test positive before his last fight was still able to fight. And he became champ and they let him back in and he does all this type of shit. John can't do that for some When has, has Brock ever been banned for a year? And then they test him and they say he's clean. So now all of a sudden he says they suspended him for an entire year knowing he was clean. Now he's dirty after a whole year being clean. Brock was banned for how long? How long was he banned for? So you are you comparing the struggles of Brock of Lesnar to John Jones? Are you comparing the struggles of John Jones versus Brock Lesnar? Because to me, they're not even in the same category. Has 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 Brock Lesnar ever had a, a, a dirty test come back reversed clean? Working corporate, yeah. If you look funny, they like. Hey, so can I, and I'm not even not even so much on a corporate level. Just on, you know what I'm saying? Just just every day. Brock is a money maker. He's using John. Um, I, I just think it's, it's something that John is not willing to do for some odd reason. Uh, Rebel Zoe. Okay, so let's let's reiterate with Betty Shabazz. Um, <laughs> so there's a letter that Malcolm wrote to uh, uh, the minister about uh, Betty Shabazz's infidelities and her. Um, and her and another man's wife amongst the, the ministry, amongst the men, basically. And this goes to a next point. Any any organization by men, for some odd reason, it gets ruined by women. It's not a diss to women. Just let's please let's let's slow it down before the women get upset. It's not about women, but in my in my limited history of what I've seen, every great organization by men has been destroyed or infiltrated by women. You know, and um, the letter 
you know, in that situation, you know, it was his wife and another man's wife colluding about some other shit that had nothing to do with business. You know what I'm saying? This man is out here risking his life, right? And putting it all on the line and you're in the background causing strife and discourse. You know what I'm saying? That's just so utterly beyond disrespectful. Um, you know, to think that this man had all this shit going on and yet his backbone, she was crooked, you know? Yeah, Malcolm wrote the letter. I will do, I will do a video on the letter. We're going to, when I do the video after the stream, we're going to read the letter together, okay? In real time. Uh, see, oh, hey, 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 hey. Okay, Andre, it was alluded to in the movie, because remember the argument they had? She said, hey, Brother Baines is getting all this money. They get new cars. How come we don't? Remember that? That's the argument that they had about money. And that's as far as it went. But that was alluding to the letter. The first half of the letter is about her collusion with the other sister, about the money in the cars. And the last half of the letter is um, she not saying she'll go out and get it somewhere else. She said she would get satisfaction somewhere else. You know, she talked bad on this dude, man. I didn't even know it was. This, I didn't know it was this bad. You know, and by any seeming necessary. So that's what prompted the grandson to set the house on fire with her in it. That's that's the story that everybody has been sticking to from what I've researched. That's why the boy set the house on fire with her in it. He found out what. She was doing to his grandfather and became so enraged with the match. And of course, she ended up dying. And I believe he went to prison for the shit, right? But that's what sparked the whole, that's what set the house being set on fire for, you know? So you never know how your decisions affect you down the road. So I'm sure she never saw this coming 50 years after the fact, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure her doing her thing on um, against Malcolm in the background. I'm sure she never thought she would come. She would she would face retribution from a grandson fifty years down the road. No one could have seen that one coming. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not justifying what he did. I'm just saying I believe in cause and effect. See, over. Thank you for the donation. Thank you, I appreciate it. Men allow women to destroy the infrastructure. Man, listen, brother. I don't want. I don't even want to touch that subject. But everything I've ever seen from the Panthers to Malcolm. To even Khalid Muhammad, there's a woman in the mix. There's a woman in the mix. And we all know the whole, how the fucking Khalid Muhammad shit went down. That shit was so fucking, that shit was so fucked up. And now look at his, you know, his son don't, his son's on some weird old shit. You know, because of the mama and I, man, I, man, listen, I don't, I don't want to get into all that shit, y'all. I'm going to get a headache if I, if I think about this shit too much, you know. Yeah, Pillow Talk is a motherfucker. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much what happened. YouTube gonna respect me. You're not gonna block my channel. <laughs> Give me notifications. <laughs> oh shit. I mean, not even you it's not even about useless women. I just think um I don't know what what the issue is with with women when when they get involved in men's organizations. Like I don't know, this switch comes on like we must fuck this shit all up. You know, I mean Angela Davis, probably the greatest turncoat 
in my opinion, uh, of any any woman in the history of women. You know, of course, no one, not people are really going to say it out loud, say it like the way I'm saying it. But to me, she's one of the greatest turncoats in 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 natural American women history. How do you go from Afro to black fist? You get these niggas all pinched. You get a teaching degree at what UCLA or USC, and then you become a lesbian. Then now I'm talking lesbian. You get your white woman, nigga. Like what? The fuck? Where? Where? Wait a minute. So you go get you a white woman who's the woman of the enemy that your niggas was fighting against. I, I literally that would give me a migraine. That would give me a fucking migraine. If I think about the shit too long. So <laughs> I, Yeah, yeah, I I nigga, like for real? For real. And, and I met uh uh <laughs> I met a BGF member <laughs> in the joint. And I <laughs> I met a BGF member in the joint. And I'll just leave it at that. I will leave it at that. Uh I'm, I'm catching up. I'm catching. Uh, see, Roscoe, I'm not going to say that, Roscoe, because that's generalizing. That's generalizing. I don't want to say that. I don't want to go down that path. I'm just saying for what I've seen, the quickest way to bring down any man-built, man-led uh, faction organization is to introduce a woman. I mean, we see all the time in the movies, right? You send a woman in there to kind of get everybody to let their guards down. You know, she's a pretty woman. So a nigga going to look, he damn sure going to listen. Right? So, I mean, a lot of your great kingdoms have fallen because of a woman. A woman in, you know? So, it ain't even about black women. It's just women, period, man. You know, and I'm seeing some things here, even, you know, on this side of things that I see a lot of women all of a sudden. Um, I'm just like, you know what? Mm-mm-mm. Hey, whatever folks your boat. You know, don't forget Queen Latifah broke my heart. Lord, n- listen, well, nobody was checking for Queen Latifah. Listen, Queen Latifah is not missed. I'm sorry. Nobody was checking for Queen Latifah. Let's stop the bullshit. Ain't nobody sad when we saw set it off. We just, all, all we needed was confirmation. Be like, yep, that ain't acting. We always knew. Thank you for telling us. Thank you for confirmation. So ain't nobody, no, Queen Latifah will not be missed, man, <laughs> when you tell it. No one. Ooh, Merlin Santana family eyes out for blood. I'm not going to touch that one either. Nope, 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 nope. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me see what else. Let me get about those. Yeah, yeah. From the, listen, even when she first came out, you were, I could, you, it was like, yeah, she, she looked different. She looked different. She looked different. She looked different. No, nah, she didn't die. No, nah, we're just saying that, um, when we when we first when we all watched set it off the first time and she kissed a girlfriend we were like ah oh, we just knew because that wasn't acting that wasn't acting Steve Harvey has nothing to do with Merlin Santana nothing and I'm not gonna touch that uh, let's get into LeBron and Twenty One Savage versus the Almighty Jews listen you have to respect the Jews man these guys are less than what five percent of the population and they put foot to ass on everybody. No one is immune from a Jewish ass whooping. I salute these motherfuckers, man. I'm 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 happy that 
all, all the LeBron stands realize that LeBron has no real power. Okay? I'm glad you LeBron fans and stands for the first time in y'all lives getting y'all little wake-up call saying you see who really runs shit. LeBron is just an entertainer on the field. That's all he fucking does. He dribbles the ball, puts the ball in the hoop, and we laugh and cheer. That's all he's good for. So all those goofy niggas that got mad at me for the, the whole video I did about the goddamn school, the, the LeBron school that Cleveland taxpayers are paying for, they just put his fucking name on the shit. There it is there. Eat your fucking crow. I'm happy that them Jews checked this little goofy ass. And I'm I'm glad that all of a sudden 21 Savage can come out of his fucking drug stupor to, you know, you know how they draft statements for the, the artists. I, okay, so when artists fuck up, Wait, wait. CCTV, thank you. CC in the city, thank you. So when artists fuck up back in the, you know, we would have media teams that would craft apology letters and statements for these motherfuckers to read, okay? Because we all know 21 Savage is dumb as, a, uh, as dumb as bricks. You know he can't form his own sentences. And anything that eloquent and that well-spoken didn't come from him. But at the end of the fucking day, shout out to these fucking Jews. Hey, remember when, um, uh, the, what's the song? With fucking Lil' Kim and the, and the locks. What did, what did uh, Sheik Luch say? Stacking chips like Hebrews. And they blocked that shit out. Remember that shit? I remember that. Y'all remember that? Even even on a massive version, they blocked the song out. They, they blocked that verse out. Okay? When they when they, when they they kicked Michael ass for saying on, they don't care about us. These people ain't playing. These people are not playing. Am I scared? Am I scared the elite will kill you for what? Uh, no, because when it's all said and done, I will leave this platform, Justin. So no, I don't walk out worried about my life because I ain't said nothing that hasn't been said before. For one, uh, for two, I know my place. Okay, and for, for three, I got people working protection for me. So I got, I got high priestesses working for me for your boy. They're not gonna let anything fuck with your boy like that. So I'm good to go. But if push comes to shove, I will leave this shit. I told y'all from the very, very fucking, very beginning. What did I say? Cut me a check, I'll leave this shit alone. I've always said that. Cut me a check, I will leave this shit the fuck alone. No problem. Because, see, I'm not going to go the Malcolm route and the MLK route. I ain't dying for all you motherfuckers. Fuck out. <laughs> I love yous, but I ain't fucking for all you. I ain't, I'm, I'm not taking a bullet from nobody. No goddamn body. Fuck all that shit. No. And not no Bradley Cooper, no motherfucking uh, John Todd. Nah, we ain't, we ain't, I, I ain't, nah. It's just not gonna happen. Not, not to this guy. Not to this guy. No. So I know I don't worry when I walk out my house. I worry about paying my taxes because I'm gonna owe the government again this year. Okay, that's what I worry about. Taxes. Another four grand at the end of the fucking year that I owe. So that's what I worry about. Shit like that. Uh, <laughs> wait. It's not gonna be like a kill fucking just like if they try to kill me by <laughs> Man, listen, I I ain't hard-headed. They don't take too many times like, oh, you want me to not do this anymore? Uh, okay. That's what's up. I, I learned my lesson. I shut up. Oh yo, I love my little ring light. My little ring light is the shit. Woohoo! My little ring light. One of my Christmas gifts to my fucking self. 
One of my Christmas gifts to my motherfucking self was a motherfucking ring light for my phone. All right. Remember Israel shot up the U.S.'s liberty and killed... Yes, I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. Cut the check. Yeah, man. Prince Oatmeal, brother, listen. What about... And what did I say? When I get the check, those that fuck with me on the back end, we're going to get it in. I've always said that. I've always said people are like, why are you going to chill out? Listen, somebody got to get their hands dirty. If that means I got to be the bad guy, get my hands dirty so I can, you know, put people in position around me on the back end, it's worth it. This is why I keep trying to tell y'all, quit trying to judge every fucking body for every decisions that they make in this business. Because you don't know what their, what their long game is, what the end game is, okay? That That's, you know, that's why I don't knock Jay-Z for doing what he does because he didn't want to end up like Dame Dash. Not to re, not to rehash this old this this Dame shit Dame versus Jay thing. You call it a sellout. I call it um. Uh, it's called a long term plan. It's called an end game, and that's what black folk don't understand. End game. We're too focused on the here and now. Okay. Uh, you don't want to buy a house. You don't want to buy a plot for a dollar, a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars. No one ten years from now it'll be worth ten times much as that. No, you want to buy something that you can see right now that's tangible. You want to go buy some shoes that you can put on your feet right fucking now. We don't have a plan as a people. So every time I hear motherfuckers talk about economic empowerment, we are not mentally conditioned for economic empowerment. That takes decades to implement. These people are 50, 60 years ahead. They're thinking about their grandchildren. Okay? They're thinking about their great-grandchildren. They don't think about setting themselves up. Listen, they don't mind driving a fucking Toyota Prius for the next 10 years. And, 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 and living in a fucking, you know, moderate house. They're like, no, the grandbabies got to be living good. So let me set up everything about the grandbabies. We want the shit now. So all you useless, all of your useless black entertainers, right? That big, buy the biggest fucking house. All, all your Migo niggas that buy the fucking jewelry. Would it? That's a mental condition. That's a mental condition. Don't tell me. What they got planned? Well, no, no, they don't have no. They have no fucking financial plans. None. If all you, if all you, you buy the bitch a hundred, a two hundred thousand dollar truck, like really, really. So no, we don't. We don't have uh, foresight in, into the future. We don't think about the future. So this is why we will never get free economically. It's a joke at this point. That's why I don't take niggas that talk that shit serious. As a collective, we're you just. We just don't know. Okay, another thing, another thing. I hear a lot of niggas on YouTube trying to convince black people to buy a house. Okay, you can buy a house. That's the easy part. Guess what's the hard part about uh, about a house? It's the maintenance of a house, maintaining a house. This is what drops your fucking, your fucking property value. Because if you live in the hood, like I do, niggas that own their houses can't afford to fix their fucking houses. Okay, you can make the mortgage payments. That's the easy part. But when your roof, there's a hole in your fucking roof and you need seven grand, eight grand to, to fix the fucking hole in your roof, you can't do it. But you own your house. But you can't maintain your house. Right? The gutters are falling the fuck off. The shingles are falling apart. Your window uh, panes and needs to be redone. You know, you can't afford a landscaper every two weeks. Fuck out of here. Quit trying to, put, quit trying to convince people to do something they can't afford. Just because you can buy the house doesn't mean you can afford the house. Affording is maintenance as well. That's it. This is what drops your property value when you have a block full of niggas that can't afford to fix their homes to make the shits look nice. Period. Point blank. Period. So, um, 
you know, I, and I see these black YouTubers get mad because when we're trying to give you, we're trying to give you business, we're trying to help you to, to, to stop, stop, stop. Because I'd be wanting, I'd be wanting to jump on their live so fucking bad, and be like, y'all wasting your fucking breath. These niggas don't want the business. They don't want to learn how to do business. So many people like going to work and collecting a check. There's nothing wrong with that, okay? But stop trying to convince people to do things they're not mentally able to do. Whether you want to call it retardation, slow, just whatever. Some people just aren't mentally capable of doing it, period. So stop. If you want these YouTube niggas, these black, uh, um, these black businesses, always preaching black business, stop. Worry about your fucking business. Worry about your business. These niggas don't want to. They don't want to follow suit. They don't want to do it. Okay, they don't. I we, listen. We've all broken down how to start a business. It's really, really simple. I, you know, I told you, hey, start a business for your kid. Pay the shit off in high school. Four years. They got a one credit. Yada yada yada. The business lines of credit. Niggas don't want to do that shit. So I don't waste my breath. Now, if you come to me and say, hey, Sly, that video you did about six months ago, can you please further expound? Then I'll entertain you with a dialogue. Okay. But as far as me get on this motherfucker every goddamn day, you want to give me business numbers, uh, better business bureau shits, and tax rates, niggas don't want to hear that shit. If that were the case, we all be reading fucking Claude Anderson's fucking book, Practicing Financial Economic Freedom and Empowerment. We don't want to do it. Then we the same niggas that get mad when the, when the crackers come in and be like, hey, we're going to fix this place up real, real nice. Drive the, pre- the market value up so you motherfuckers can't afford the shit. So now niggas mad about Detroit. When y'all had 30 years, 40 years, 50 years to get Detroit back together on its feet with no help from the cracker. Y'all had 50 years to play with Detroit with no white people in sight. Now white people are all, in, all up in the motherfucker. All in downtown Detroit. Okay? So y'all can miss me with this shit. No diss to you black business YouTube niggas. I just need y'all just to stop. The niggas don't want to do it. Worry about you and yours. Live your fucking best life. Worry about your grandkids. They'll be business owners. That's great. But I think a lot of these motherfuckers be, be running their fucking mouths to make themselves sound smarter than what they are. Like, we don't, a lot of people don't give a fuck about your business. Okay? Now, let me say this. I'll be one of them. Okay, you got a business? So do I. So now, fucking what? So you make more money than, my, than me and my business. I don't give a fuck. And... You ain't do nothing I can't do or haven't done or I am not doing, okay? So when all these motherfuckers were, were uh, now running the business, now, nigga, I was doing some wild shit back 20 years ago. All this shit y'all doing now, I was doing that shit 20 years ago. Please, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed, all right? So um, just stop trying to make yourselves... I'm seeing a lot of that. I'm seeing a lot of people... Well, you know, my business, we had 3.2% rate of increase in profits last year. We don't give a fuck. We don't, want, we don't care about the rate of return, your rate of return, okay? We don't care about the stocks you own. Niggas just, some niggas just don't give a fuck about shit. Like, some niggas just want to buy Jordans, okay? Some niggas just want to buy fucking PS4s. That's it. <laughs> That's it. It ain't that deep. It ain't that deep, okay? So, <laughs> I run my mouth. I'm gonna shut this down. Um, I'm gonna I'm go in here and do this. We're gonna read this. We're gonna read this Malcolm letter that he wrote to the minister. All right, and um, I look forward to you guys' thoughts. I love my little ring light. Uh, does it make my eyes pop? Ooh.
<laughs> oh shit! Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. Um, I'm sorry I lost on the comments. I lost. I'm so far behind the comments, y'all. Forgive me. Shout out to everybody that donated. Uh, CC, uh, Ciova. Um, listen, black people as a collective, at the end of the day, want to be consumers. Okay. Remember when the U.S. went from being the biggest exporter to being the biggest importer? Apply that to black people. Black people are okay with being the biggest goddamn consumers on the fucking planet. You're not going to change that mindset of however many millions of black people that, that whatever the numbers are. You're not going to change that, especially not fucking YouTube videos. It's not going to happen. So no diss to black business people. Just worry about your own. Okay. You come in here every fucking day on your little live streams. You're going to talk about Trump and the taxes. Motherfuckers don't give a fuck about that shit. Unless it directly affects them, unless they're on food stamps, then they care. Somewhat. Other than that, other than that, you, you know, you talk about jobs they can they can they can get into. All oh, the Mexicans are doing this, the Mexicans do that. They let the Mexicans do what the fuck they want to do. Niggas don't want to drive trucks. Okay? Niggas don't want to drive trucks. I'm sorry. That's like a job if you get out of prison. No this. To any truck driver, unless that's a family-owned thing that you've been ingrained in as a youth, no disrespect. Salute the truck drivers. Trust me. I work with these motherfuckers every goddamn day. Total, total, total respect. But that's a job, for the most part, you ain't got shit going on. You did 10 years for a fucking murder, and you need a job. Truck driving is the answer. Now, I know some fairly well-off truck drivers. You can make a whole lot of money, but that's not some shit you grow up. I want to be a truck driver when I grow up, Dad. You just don't, man. Okay, just, just, just cut the bullshit. All right. Um, no, nah, ain't no collective flash. Ain't gonna be no collective. Listen, that's like y'all wanting the Bulls come back. Y'all, Jordan ain't coming back. Okay, if black people are Jordan. Okay, if black people are Jordan, and we had a we the Bulls of the nineties. Nigga, they ain't coming back. They had their run. They had their black people had their run. I don't understand how y'all how y'all don't understand ebb and flow, ups and downs, peaks and valleys. We've had our run. We've been at the mountaintop for the longest. We did everything, everything, and yet and still, you niggas still sit here like we gonna come back. No, we're not. Where? Point to me where this black uprising. Super conscious niggas, pineal shit gonna just come back and sweep the fucking planet. Point to me where. Point to me where you can sit here and say, yeah, the black folk, we're coming back. No, the fuck, we're not. You got a young nigga with pimples on his face talking about a nigga that just had a fucking stroke a couple years ago. You wanna debate a nigga that, that had a stroke. You understand what I'm saying? That's where we're at. We're at a nigga that wants to debate a nigga that has a that had a stroke. Are you fucking kidding me? It's over. The more you accept that shit, it ain't negative, Nancy. Nigga, it's real. <laughs> That's real shit. Okay, you know what? I'll tell you what. Go ask your grandparents if they're still around. Uh, grand, Granddad, grandma, how, how do you see black people? And they're going to look at you like, what? We are done. Toast. Burnt toast. Okay? I love my people, but I ain't stupid. These niggas are fucked up out here. Are you kidding me? And yeah, and then motherfuckers be like, oh well, the 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 white collective, their birth rates are dropping off. Okay, and <laughs> and that's your way in. 
That's your way in. That's your way back in because of the low birth rates. Okay, they're dying off. We're gonna get. We're gonna get our shit back together again. Fuck out of here. Good luck with that. Y'all sound crazy when y'all when y'all say that shit. Nothing's up my butt. I'm just listen. I'm telling y'all what you, you what your daddy don't want to tell you because he don't want to break your fucking heart. That is me. Okay, I'm the guy that's gonna tell you what you need to hear because once you accept what I'm saying, then it gives you clarity to focus on what you need to do to move on. That's it. That's it. Call me the, the, the angel of doom, whatever, 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 whatever. Okay. Once you accept it's a wrap for us as a people, you'll focus on you and yours and like-minded individuals. That's it. That's it. Y'all talk about the segregation. What the fuck about segregation? Y'all keep talking about we, we're too indoctrinated, we're too integrated. Where are you going to go to on this planet where they can't get to you and influence you and your children to some, to, to, to some degree? Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? Okay. Damn, that shit looks... I got me, got me, this shit looks good. <laughs> Never mind my, my, my vain moment. Um, but I think there's something new coming. Hey, you know what? I look forward to it, but um, if anybody wants to place a small wager on what I'm saying against against what I'm saying in 10 years, I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. You know, look, you think it's bad here and then y'all think going to Africa is going to be any better? Africa's done. Africa's done. There ain't nothing you can do about the shit. No one wants, you ain't got, you got nothing to go to war with with these people. I keep hearing, and I and I and I love Pharaoh said that, but this nigga keep talking about a goddamn military, nigga. They will never let you have a black military of your own. Where, where, who peril am I on? <laughs> Shit, see, black Joel, there you go with that bullshit again. I gave you a shout out earlier today, Black Joel. We was talking about motherfucking Pharaoh, Pharaoh acne. Oh no, no, no. Getting back to my point, um. He was saying we need our own military. Uh, they're going to let you just have, they're just going to let you do that, huh? They're going to let you do that. They're just going to let you have guns up the ass and your own goddamn military. They just do whatever the fuck you want to do. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. The closest thing you had to the military was the Black Panthers. How'd that work out for you? That's the closest thing to a military you will ever get. And it didn't work out so well, did it? All right. So, listen. I'm not here to tell you what you want to hear. I'm here to tell you what you need to hear. Okay. Everyone else has an agenda. I don't want your money. Okay. I take that back. If I, if I have clothes to sell like shirts and shit, yeah, buy the shit by all means, but I'm not here to take, I'm not here for your money per se. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not here to be the one. Okay. No, I don't have no stake in that sh this shit to do this. I'm just here to tell you what no one wants to tell you. I'll be the bad guy. Somebody has to be the bad guy. Fine. I'll be him. I'll be the bad guy. And I'll, and I'll go against anybody that says different. Happily do happily. So, um, you know, it, wait, 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 the school coming. <laughs> February 2016. Oh my God. Stupid. It's stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. China got 1.3 billion and still managed to unite one leader. Same with India. 
Okay, 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 okay. If we had a black messiah. Oh, I'll take that back. We had one. Who killed... Well, let's talk about the nation of Islam real quick. And if you're NOI, FOI, I'm going to hurt your feelings real quick. Name... And I don't know how to, how to want to say this. I don't want to say this. Okay, Nation of Islam. For all this big bad rhetoric against the white devil and the synagogue of Satan, ain't put foot to ass on no white or Jewish person. But, but, who did the Nation of Islam kill? Its own people. That would be Malcolm, right? We all agree that the nation has something to do with Malcolm's death, right? So, in the history of all the, of uh, under um, Far Farcar, whatever the fuck his name is, and, and Malcolm uh, uh, Farrakhan, NOI ain't never put foot to ass to no white person, but they put foot to ass to their own people. Make that make sense to me, okay? And then niggas want to argue me about the whole Scientology thing. The Scientology merger took place years ago. They, they were, they've already exposed the shit. And y'all still want to sit here and try to placate like the nation is about something. The nation ain't about shit, but its own survival. Okay? Once again, find me the white person or the Jewish person. The nation of Islam went to their house, dragged them out the fucking house, and, and hung them from a tree. Okay? But they showed Merck Malcolm in front of his, his wife and kids. Okay? So, y'all can miss me with that shit. Same nation that has something to do with Khalid Muhammad's death. So, y'all can miss me with that bullshit too. All right? Y'all ain't putting foot to ass to nobody but your own people. All these, all, all your Jason Blacks, your Tariq Nasheed, y'all ain't putting foot to ass to nobody but your own fucking people. Nobody but your own people. Until I see these niggas go to somebody's house and kick in their fucking door, drag one of these fucking killer cops out. These 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 white the white race soldier ass policemen until I see uh Sarah Sudan Seti bust a motherfucking crack a white man in the head with a brick. None all them niggas are useless. All of them. All of them. Okay? So I need y'all to start thinking for yourselves. It don't if it don't make sense to y'all. Alright? And I and I had no not had no issue with ben, brother Ben X, but if that nigga young nigga ever come at me again. Nigga, it's on. Your fucking religion, your people ain't shit. The nation of Islam, only worry about the nation of Islam. Like I said, is George Zimmerman still around here? Sure enough is. So that's on all black people at this point. So niggas won't even go get George Zimmerman. Okay? But y'all mad when Alpo get out. But y'all ain't touch Alpo. Huh? Y'all won't put hands on fucking Alpo. But Alpo's the bad guy. Right? Y'all ain't touched Malcolm's kills when they got out of prison. You know Jesse Jackson has something to do with, with MLK. Y'all ain't touched them niggas either, right? So what y'all talking about? At the end of the day, what y'all talking about? All right, I'm, I'm going to end it on this. I run my mouth enough. I'm sure someone's going to be like, this thing got to go. <laughs> I'm sure some niggas going to be like, he got to go. White folks will be like, he ain't no problem. Niggas will be like, he got to go. <laughs> Uh, the, right, Steve Coakley told y'all all this shit, yeah, and 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 when when the, when the white folks snatched that man off the streets, 
and took out his body parts, threw him in front of a fucking place, dragged him into the fucking hospital, basically murdered the man. Nobody rolled for Steve Coakley. Nobody rolled for Steve Coakley. Um, Marcus Garvey, wasn't it black folk that wanted his ass deported back to Africa? It wasn't white folk, it was black folk, right? So y'all, y'all talk this shit. Y'all ain't about to do nothing to these people, but your own people. That's the only thing you're good for is putting foot to ass of your own fucking people. So I don't want to hear shit about white man this, white man that. I don't want to hear shit about no goddamn killer cops. I don't want to hear shit about no goddamn... These niggas ain't about to do nothing to them to them people. Nothing. And then you get mad when niggas be like, well, shit. Let me go over there to the winning side. I don't want to fuck with you you losers over here. Then y'all get mad. Y'all call them sellouts and shit. Uh, okay. All right. I, I, I guess they be that then. Hey, <laughs> they, they ain't going to lose no sleep. So, um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a going here. We're going to do this motherfucking, uh, this, this Betty Shabazz letter. We're going to read this shit. Like it's like, it's a, a, a Dr. Seuss book. Uh, I do not like green eggs and ham. We got to read this shit. <laughs> I'm about to read this shit just like that. And that very same inflection. I do not like green eggs and ham. Hey, hey, remember, um, remember Martin, the episode of Martin. And Tommy and Cole got kicked out of their places. And they're saying that Martin's in shit. And Martin's reading the book to them at the end. And, and what was he saying? What's the story that Martin read to, to Tommy and Cole? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I forget the name of it. He's like, I do not like green eggs and ham. <laughs> she was so stupid. Stupid. <laughs> you know what episode I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, I'm out. Peace.